yo, yo, yo. It's your boy. It's me. It's me. NKB420, a.k.a. Fatboy420, a.k.a. Holy kneecaps, Batman. Tiga and Knox and Angel Guards are out. Diesel. Dot main 211. And this is episode 22. 22. Of Hayes. Keep it going, keep it going. Don't stop the beat. And turnbuckle. Was you under it? This is again, like I said in the beginning, episode twenty-two. And on this episode is a double episode Sunday because tonight we are watching NXT thirty. No, it's thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. Niggas grown. Um. But today we're watching in the background WWE NXT TakeOver Our Evolution. One of the wackest ones I've ever seen in my life. I say this with a little bit of sarcasm because this guy over here to my <laughs> left is <laughs> not going to be able to concentrate. So let's get it going. How was your week there, guy? Uh, well, it was shitty. It was shitty, man. From, from Monday all the way until Friday morning when I got off. But, you know, it was uplifted because I am officially back on vacation. Vacation. But it's not without a price because I'm going to send out uh, Go Straight to Hell to Charles Stigman. Uh, We call him Chuck. And this motherfucker right here suggested that I drink this fucking King Cobra. Yeah, A 40 ounce of King Cobra, which I'm probably going to regret. He gonna drink all of that. Shit, if you wanna <laughs> get to play, I'll get to play by play, dog. I do it. I said, oh my god, it looks it looks awful. It looks awful. And it's premium malt liquor with smooth taste. And uh it's a 40 ounce, six percent alcohol, and you can tell how how the quality is, a fucking paper is coming off. So yeah, yeah go whole, to hell, Chuck. Yeah, the label was already coming off. And then this motherfucker suggested after that an IPA. I said, we could have started with that shit first. Yeah. But here we are. I'm a man of my word, and goddammit. Uh, don't pull it up. I'm talking about being by. You can go to hell, too, as well. I don't give a shit. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. And me, I got me some Godzilla glue, and I put a little bit of Moon Rock in it. I think I can't smoke a blunt now without Moon Rock. It kind of doesn't taste right without Moon Rock. I hope your blunt's stale. Uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm pouring it up. In my black cup. Mm. It's depressing. It's almost depressing as the Dallas Cowboys are as well. Oh, uh, hey, 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 guy. Oh, this I. This is Hayes Hawks' turn. I know, but I'm going nothing. somewhere with this, okay? For years, this franchise that I'm a friend, uh, I'm a fan of, has done nothing but lose and embarrass their fans each year. And why do we come back? I don't know. And you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the WWE main roster. Because just it's because of the name, they feel like they don't want to deliver anything that's great at 100%. You see what I did there? I just know that you avoid drinking that motherfucking King Cobra talking all that bullshit. Well, I gotta let the I gotta let the fizz go down, man. Come okay. on, man. I'm trying to. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. Fucking C.J. Parker. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. My fight matters. 
Alright, uh, yeah, it's this week's Raw. It's this week's Raw, and, um, it sucked very badly. And, um, I guess I'll go down the card and, uh, give you the results. Asuka defeats Zelina Vega to retain the Raw Women's title. Keith Lee defeats Andrade, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke. That's right, I said Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. They defeat the Thought Foundation. Kevin Owens defeats Aleister Black via disqualification. Apollo Crews ricochet. Oh, excuse me. Dickoshay. Dickoshay. And, and huh, Mustafa Ali defeats the Hurt Business. Drew McIntyre defeats a mystery opponent to retain the WWE Championship. For those who didn't watch Raw this week and didn't see any uh, spoilers or nothing. Alright, uh, the show kicks off with the one and only Ric Flair as he heads to the ring for celebration, followed by the big show, Christian, and a heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. They were all somewhat instrumental, as we know, in Drew McIntyre winning the Amalams match at the Clash. Come pick up you people. Shawn welcomes us to Monday Night <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Already? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's some good smoke. <laughs> Sean welcomes us to Monday Night Trash and he introduces Drew McIntyre and all are delighted after the, the defeat of the Viper. McIntyre says uh, it, this is pretty cool as he stands in the ring with the legends he didn't expect to see the night before. He's known them for a long time and he's traveled the world with Show and Christian and he also credits Sean and Flair for their mentoring. The uh, thing that brought them back all back together was their distaste for Randall Keith Orton as he put his ass in the Amalams, and he still stands as your WWE champ. Sean says they want to collectively thank uh, thank them, uh, and uh, they wanted to get a little revenge on their part. And if McIntyre is upset about that, it was Nature's spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, McIntyre says he didn't mind, but Orton appears on the Titan Tron to say he hopes he enjoyed that shit last night, but it won't last. It won't be over until he says it's over. And Orton says the word hell a lot in this promo, and that can only mean one thing. Hell in a Cell is approaching. He says he won't be be finished with McIntyre, McIntyre until he's WWE champion. McIntyre chimes in, and Orton wants another match. Orton says he'll be given another match because he's the 13-time WWE champion. The only reason he's here is to remind all of them there's a price to be paid for crossing the legend killer. He grabs his luggage, and he's out that bitch. And McIntyre says he guess Orton is at the building, and that gives him the idea. He wants to put the title on the line tonight, and that's the champion he wants to be. He issues an open challenge to someone he hasn't faced before, uh, and he wants someone to step up. Yo. <laughs> Alright, uh, the fizz went down, so let me go ahead and take a swizz, uh, a swig of this fucking King Cobra. Alright, here we go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's gonna be a long fucking show, I tell you that. This is some of the worst hops and barley and malt. It's not as bad as fuck my life was, but I mean, it's bad. It's very bad. Okay. Yeah. Zelina is shown in the back preparing for a rematch with Asuka that uh, you know is going straight to the finish, but fuck all that. Kayla Braxton appears at... Kayla! You got me on my knees! 
I don't know what are you doing right there. There ain't no, it's no extra. It's no extra with that. Look, my last shot, Kayla will always get extra. Okay, no, no. you simmer down. No, you simmer down. No, you just mad because the iconics aren't on the show. Goddamn, um, Kayla. Anyway, Kayla Braxton appears and she uh came up short. She says she came up short the night before. Zelina says, "Look who's talking!" And boy, it's a screen full of fine. But Zelina ain't no damn Kayla. Right, Zelina says everyone is going to feel sorry for Oscar when she proves she's ready. And Oscar shows up saying Zelina is only ready to lose one more time. Oscar versus Zelina Vega didn't get a, give a shit about the match last night. Don't give a shit about this rematch neither. To the finish. Okay. Straight to it. That was all long too as well. But anywho, about uh, as long as that match needed to be. Okay. <laughs> A frustrated Zelina is stomping on Asuka, and Zelina goes to the top and delivers a moonsault, but to the knees of Asuka, as Zelina once again finds herself in the Asuka lock, tapping the fuck out once again. I'll give this match a, a bowl hit of some fire, just because I'm still surprised that Zelina's done decent on both of the matches. It would, they weren't bad, and this one was actually better than the one from the night before. Um... I would like to see Zelina in a tag team situation. I think she that's where her service is better. Um seem like they would be better placed in, in a tag team division. Are you feeling oh shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean I can't I can't say I'm in agreement with uh four twenty about Zelina's ring work being okay. Yeah. And as I look up, I see the debut of Kevin Owens. And I ask, as he coughs, how is this takeover garbage? It was a lie. I know it's it a fucking lie. It's one of my favorite takeovers of all time. I know it's goddamn fucking lie. I was like, how is this? How? This is what really, to me, set them apart from everything. Like, all the other takeovers before this one were just kind of average. Yeah. Like the Tyson Kid in the main event. Like, I'll yeah. never, never believe Tyson Kid at any time in the main event scene. Like, I really started paying attention to the arrival, and then I was like, look, they got something. It was a whole This paper. right here is perfect, though. I think to me, this is one of their... Oh, yeah, this is their... perfect, but you remember, I think me and you watched the arrival, and we, we had both said, like, this is kind of like a pay-per-view-esque type feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had the pre-show and all that, and they delivered, but this specific one right here that we're watching, which is uh, our evolution, the shit did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as I was saying, Zelina Vega, yeah, her, her ring work is, I mean, her ring work has always been good from when I used to see her in, uh, in, in Impact Wrestling. The issue is, I don't give a fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a, lot, a whole lot of the storyline and the build of a character has a whole lot to do is, uh, with, with how important the match is going to be, and you they just threw Zelina into this mm-hmm. match. So, as, as much as this match should mean something to me, it doesn't and I don't care if it was better than the last. This still gets a, a bottle of Mickey's. Okay. Yeah. Whatever, there, guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Yeah, I thought show Michael's Christian Flair went in the back uh, enjoying a game of spades until I seen poker chips. Is there a wait? This. Uh. And uh. Hmm. Yeah, they await this match uh, for later on. Okay. Uh, typos. All right, back from break. Andrade says to Zelina that she is nothing. 
<laughs> and Andrade means nothing mm-hmm. without him. And we say the feeling is very much mutual in our opinion. <laughs> uh, Andrade says she blamed him for everything, but look at her. Uh, Oscar beat her twice. She is the weak link, and that's why Garza was hurt last week. Andrade was holding the team together, and he is the greatest in the WWE. Who wants to face him? Basking in his Robins. <clears throat> oh, shit. Keith Winslow answers the call as he heads to the ring. So we have Keith Lee versus Andrade. The bell sounds, and they lock up. Andrade goes for a takedown, but it's broken. A shot to the back of Winslow, but Andrade is dropped with an elbow. Winslow grabs the left wrist of Andrade and lifts him off his feet. Andrade lands a forearm in Winslow, uh, but he's flung into the corner. Andrade lands a drop kick to the leg, sending Winslow into the turnbuckle, followed by some shots and kicks into the other corner. Andrade continues the assault until Winslow shows his agility as he lands a crossbody. Splash in the corner, then Winslow, uh, Winslow launches Andrade's ass across the ring. Another splash in the corner, then he's Irish whipped into the ropes. Andrade lands a drop kick to the knee of Winslow, followed by some more strikes in the corner, and Andrade is flung off onto the apron. But he goes to the top, he lands into the uh, grasp, throat uh, first in the hands of Winslow, who then scoops Andrade up. He counters and tr- uh, chop blocks the left knee of Winslow. Uh, drop kick to the back of the head of Winslow into the middle turnbuckle. Andrade with a double knees on Winslow in the corner, and Andrade goes to pick up Winslow, but he is spurt bombed out of nowhere for the win. Um, this uh, this damn that weed you left at your mom's crib, yo. I didn't give a shit about none of this. I don't care about none of this. Just some filler. Some filler weed. This is this is like where at least I knew I had this weed at my mom's crib that I love when I go visit her and I ain't bring nothing with me. Oh, baby, what you doing in that room for? I got something in there, mama. Be quiet, mama. I'll be right back. Uh, you know I left my ball out there. It's this snowing outside, but shoot, I still want my ball. I'm gonna go play. I'm gonna play the gym when I go I, back home. I'll go and get it for you. Don't need to go back there. <clears throat> and you find out she'd have been pitching out of <laughs> <laughs> this whole time and pinching out the moving but right right I mean I just don't care I know that it was just all thrown together it was just something to make uh, it's stupid that Andrade is being just made to make uh, Keith Winslow look good and this basic stupid stupid I repeat stupid say it again move set now three times Moveset that Keith Lee is doing now, that whole I'm just gonna stand there and let you pull on me. It's dumb. Why are we just pigeonhole him? We know he can do a whole lot of shit. Let him do shit in the ring because I am uninterested in this Keith Lee. This is motherfucking Keith Winslow. Where the motherfucking Urkel at? Where is the motherfucking Laura at? Where is the chick that went, the second sister that went upstairs and never came back down? Thought you were talking about Judy. Where is Judy, goddammit? Uh, We're Richie with the motherfucking Richie Cunningham uh, <laughs> Jerry Curl motherfucker. Yeah, he had a mullet. Shit. He had a mullet. <clears throat> he had the mullet curl, nigga. Yeah. Um, you know how niggas had mullet curls, nigga? Nigga had a mullet curl. He really did. He really did. They yeah. said they say it was, was a good strand of hair, but that was a curl. Yeah, that was a curl. Yeah. Um... As days go by, as days go by, uh, yeah, man, um, this cup of King Cobra, uh, <clears throat> I just felt, I felt the need since we ain't seen it to give a review, but what is it all for? Like, they have no clue what they're doing with Keith Winslow, 
they never had a clue what to do with Andrade. You look at Andrade's track history on how he was just booked to to like he he started off being booked. I guess bad in NXT, but they found a way for him by adding Zelina to the forefront. But as always, Vince finds a way to break up some shit that works. It's mm. retarded. It's absolutely, it's absolutely retarded. And I, I, I can say I hope, I sincerely hope that this draft right here fixes a few things. You know what I mean? Without moving certain key parts that are having decent rivalries, but some shit needs to be moved around because this is what we're getting every week. They're clueless. Yeah. Uh, oh, not to mention, it was also a last-minute rewrite this week. So, go figure. All right. Uh, that's a nice plate of crab legs and chicken on that plate. Uh, the catering backstage looks great as MVP suggests Shelton goes for the V12. Some dork decides to take a seat at the table of the Hurt Business, and Lashley tells the guy he's sitting in the seat, and this dork slides over. Uh, Lashley not only punks him out of his seat, but also his fucking plate. <laughs> R-Truth is playing a game of chess with little Jimmy as he defeats him, asking maybe he should challenge Drew McIntyre later on. And on this episode of Niggas... And... Ninjas. A ninja shows up and delivers a message. The note's in Japanese, but they also sent an English version as well. The message says, if Truth is reading this, he was eaten by a shark, and their battles were epic, and that would make Tozawa Sensei Kung Funaki proud. <laughs> and Truth says, it sure would. <laughs> <laughs> the briefcase is open, showing Tozawa's black belt as he's creeping up behind and lands the most deadliest. Most deadliest. Undefeated. Undefeated. Undisputed. Undisputed. Move in all of WWE history. The surprise roll up. Yeah, then once again, uh, to win the 24-7, 7-11, King Cobra, Budweiser, Coors Light. Uh, uh, Lang Lang. Yep, they got a Hershey's Lang Lang out too. Oh, that none of that sounds good. I had, I had one Friday. Not bad. But anyway, Megalobe, past Blue Ribbon. Miller High Life. Yeah. Um, but like, what else? Ice House. What else? Uh, yeah, that's about it. Switch <laughs> <laughs> Malt Liquor Bowl Championship. European. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Straight for London. <laughs> what, what are we going with? <laughs> Straight from Switzerland. Iraqi oil. <laughs> <laughs> Wee. <laughs> Sasha Banks crying. Homeboy. (laughs) (laughs) Fam. (laughs) All right. Ninja hits Tozawa with the briefcase, revealing that he is Drew Gulak, winning the 24-7 title, just to be blasted with the same briefcase by True, recapturing the title. Tozawa and Gulak go on to chase the champ. All right. uh, Plenty of dialogue this week as the passer finds Murphy and everything is going to be all right. He's coming back. Like I said, he would. Yeah. Passer gives a hug and asks, what is wrong? Tonight is a beautiful night. And most importantly, the Mysterios would go on the King's Court. And it's a big night for both of them. And Pastor asks Moifey, why is he in his ring gear? He doesn't have a match tonight, and they have to celebrate. He orders Moifey to put on the suit he got for him, and Moifey exits but leaves his phone. Pastor is messy as he grabs the phone of Moifey and slips it in his pocket. 
Yup. Yep. yep. <laughs> it is the King's Cork and Dam. Even though there's a shit ton of matches that make no sense, or we've seen, this episode is segment heavy, and I'll hit the major points, and that's it. More of the paternity test shit as the Mysterios come to the ring, and Ray says the pastor can't control his own house, so he's trying to disrupt his. His family means the world to him, and it takes a real asshole to make up the lies that Passa has. Dominic says he's going to put an end to the shit the next time he sees Passa, and Jerry brings up Aaliyah being upset and walking out last week. Aaliyah says at the end of the day, she's 19, and she doesn't know what to think about Moifi. She says, she says Passa is a fraud, and the Passa is on the screen, and he has something important. He has the truth, and that is uh, one of them isn't being 100% honest with the family. Aaliyah may not be telling the truth, and when it comes to Moifi, they don't have to believe him. He shows some text in Moifi's phone as Aaliyah wishes Moifi a happy birthday. She tells a pappy, Moifi ain't like the pastor, and she storms out. And Moifi finds a pastor to say he doesn't know shit. And Moifi yokes up the pastor, but is attacked by Dominic in the process. The refs come in to break it up. Yup. <laughs> I don't care about none of this. All right. Well, it's a thought foundation. And you know that I'm a thought. You know that I'm a thought. You know that I'm a thought. Four weeks. I think they going to the top. Thought foundation. Yeah, we back. And we battling the body donnas. Uh, uh, yes, they are a prototype of the Todd Foundation. They are they are second rate. I don't like them as much as I don't like Dot Man to eleven. <laughs> he said if he sees me out in the streets, it's on. But let me tell you something. I have my crew, and I know some people who know some people who know some people. Okay, so. AKA, hurry up and buy. Yes, Chuck and Duck Hotel, follow me, Mark Beard on Insta Tweet and Face Space and other places. I love tots. And I'm, I'm part I'm part of the of the Tot Club. Throw it up there. Throw, throw it up there. Too sweet. <laughs> You better watch that shit. <laughs> Give me a French. You better watch that shit. <laughs> Hold up there now. <laughs> I don't want to call you out your name now. You see how I spaz out with people giving two sweets and I'm not around and I don't know you. I don't, I, I don't know. So I, 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 Akbar? Akbar? I, I don't know. What's the name? I'm mad. What's the name? I don't, I don't like none of that. Now, this is how you do it. There Put you, it up there. You speak, you speak proper You speak proper English when you're around here. You do right? it like this. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Put, Put it up, up there. What? You... <laughs> <laughs> Alright Natty says they will stand out there Not until Nia Jax And Shayna Baszler are stripped Of titles that should be rightfully theirs Considering their followers on social media Whatever the fuck that means Adam Pearce interrupts and says They just can't strip Jax and Shayna for the titles But they can give them a match Against Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke Yeah all right, it's Stock Foundation versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, and you all know who's winning this one and who ain't. To the finish. Straight to it. All four in the ring, and Brooke lands a clothesline on Natty, leaving Lana and Rose in the ring. A horrible pump knee in a cover for the win. Yep. So the pump knee is a finisher now. Okay. Um. Uh. Oh. I thought so Dana Brooke came in the 
draft too, because I could have swore Dana Brooke was a SmackDown wrestler. Nobody made mention. Um, there was no mention. They said it was a secret trade. So who did SmackDown get? Because I keep seeing people that it came over to Raw, but I didn't see anybody go to SmackDown. That's definitely a, a, a great question. Because you, yeah, I'm seeing Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, mm-hmm. Dana Brooke, mm-hmm. Mandy Rose, Beezus. Mustafa Ali, and I guess Beezus. Mm-hmm. Beezus was over there. So as well. that's six people. I've seen nobody at it to, to SmackDown. SmackDown is still the greatest show. Mm-hmm. And the main, I, I, this week, I mean, I put SmackDown above everything. Th- those segments were way better than anything this week. I mean, we'll get we'll we'll we'll, we'll touch that yeah. you know, later on. And um, yeah, what 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 is? Uh, this? But I ranked uh, that uh. Graham and some Reggie. I mean, it's cool to see the, get some Reggie. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, it's cool to see something different. It's so somebody. It's That's so all it is. Yeah, but it's something. I mean, okay, but I'm, I'm with at least something different. Like, and okay. get some Reggie to me. Here's your rating. Earthquake. Earthquake. I, I don't give a shit how different it is. Uh, still a weak tag team division uh, when it comes to the women. Um, if they're not going to incorporate, if you incorporate NXT, then you got a decent women's tag team division. But I will, it's not, they're not even going down there to defend against them. Look at a, a before Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger. I don't even remember this match. I don't know who is he going against. Uh, now, uh, better known as Sean Spears in NXT uh, in AEW. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, man, like. Okay, I will credit them on. Oh, hey, now we need some tag teams for the tag team division. So I can say visually, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke looks like a good team. Mm-hmm. But as far as them having some significant storyline or anything being important, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And I mean, that thing that happened because I think they had a great thing go with that Sawyer Deville and Mandy Rose. I thought that because they definitely was going to push that shit to a different. Destination. Yeah, yeah, and you know, of course. It was going to have a slower build. Like, that was some of the best TV that we were getting. All of all of that, all of what they had on SmackDown, yeah. plus the Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I totally agree. <coughs> I mean, uh, of course. Uh, oh, this is about to be open by about 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. No question. This is, this is when Baron Corman was. was that's when he was dope. This is probably the most uh, pop I've heard from Baron Corbin. Oh, it was all the way until he wrestled, uh, I think it was a Samoa Joe. Yep. And then he turned, kind of turned into a heel because he kind of lost his... Kind of lost his, uh, I guess, his flair. <laughs> and his hair. <laughs> Oh yeah, the old dude. Do, 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 do. See, and this is why the fuck I asked for a, a different takeover or anything else because look, when he's been talking, I've been <laughs> staring at the TV, and then I look back and I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, we talking about <coughs> yeah, man. Uh, we already gave a rating. You said you don't care, so we can just go into the next match. Yeah, I was. Uh, Alistair Plum is backstage saying KO is a good man, but he thought good men don't let bad things happen. And uh, he says KO is full of negligence, and he didn't forget. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Alistair Black. He has- Oh, my God, dude. Are we really going to review this? Do you let care me, about that? Let me, let, me, let me get through it. Let me get through it. 
brutal. He has a new entrance and new music, and so the fuck what? Ruin, ruin, fucking ruin. Yo, I missed that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really bullshitting you because I didn't give a fuck. Like when I seen that it was coming on, I should really skim to the finish. I did not even watch this match. Yeah, I was. So he has new music, new music, and a new entrance. The, the I mean, the shit, the CFOs shit is canceled. I thought that was Code Orange that did that. Okay. I thought they did that. But anyway, yeah, to the fucking finish. Like I said, he's runt. Runt. So okay. motherfucking, motherfucking, Alistair motherfucking uh, Rouge is plum this week. Uh, I, 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 st- I see Rouge. You say plum, I say Rouge. Well, he can be a plum Rouge. Plum Rouge. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. We think this to the finish. Plum goes at it. Plum Rouge <laughs> goes <laughs> at it with the ref and gets a shot from KO on Plum Rose resu- uh, returns uh, with some strikes and accidentally pushes down the ref who calls for the bell. KO gets the win in the DQ, and Plum Rose is then stunned by KO. Ruin! I say fucking ruin. Um, you know when you was talking about that uh those earlier segments, and you know what I didn't you know what I said to it? Yo, uh, I don't care. Yeah, Get, I mean, y- y'all fucked up somebody that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. How could I it, it, thoroughly enjoy? I remember. So yeah, I will give you your your. I have to be a cynic like you when it comes to call ups because I said it when they brought. Remember, when I was like when Rick, they brought up Ricochet and Alistair Black. How can you fuck them two up? And what did they do? They fucked them two up. So I got hey, I will. I'm going. I'm gonna be just like you, bro. Like when it comes to call ups. Like I don't want to see Adam Cole or another undisputed era go up. I'm so I know that I get off on talking about uh, SmackDown and, and NXT, but SmackDown NXT is what Monday Night Raw needs to be. That's there's no doubt about it. It's to some semblance of give me an alternative, but like the alternative cannot be bad. Like we got. Our truth and the niggas and ninjas and shit like that. That's that's a little funny aspect, but like, why does it everything else have to be kind of just always just thrown together last minute? Makes no fucking sense. No continuity. If they do have continuity, <clears throat> the yep. only continuity they have is doing the same match at you over and over and over again. That's not continuity. That's just horrible booking. Oh, you know, I have an answer as I do every I week. Do not give a fuck about Alistair or Magenta. <laughs> it's Plum Rouge. Plum Rouge. Man, whatever. It doesn't matter. He ain't the same. Man, I... Oh, I got an answer to that. And my that answer is the same answer I have every fucking week when it comes to this shit. You have a 75-year-old egotistical man who has basically lost his way and he doesn't know his talent and he feels that he still has say so and nobody has balls enough to tell him that hey you're in the wrong and I don't understand that because you should have balls enough to say like Vince this ain't right like I don't understand how come people are continuing. I might say he can't even have some input you should be the you know the last word on what it comes to what goes on with Bruce fuck is you doing Pritchard I mean he he doesn't he doesn't have balls enough to stand up to him like he basically just you know is a, is a yes man from what I see uh, at least Paul Heyman has some say so and, yeah. and, and, and to do do something different but look what that look what that got him so you know Bruce Pritchard came in I and mean, said they can hey. say what they want I feel like it's, he's still got some input on oh, of course yeah. on Smackdown yeah. for sure but as far as him what he was trying to do with this raw vision in yeah. which 
USA was cool with that. They would they they understood the process. Okay, the ratings may go down, but we see he has a vision and he's going to build future stars. And this whole we're going to use right now and bury all the future stars and stuff, that ain't the way. And it continues not to be the way. Uh, I just love how Triple H runs uh, NXT. And Vince's ego. All right, so who would you get? Whoever's running, I would say whoever's running SmackDown now can kind of just do it. See, I don't. Whoever's running SmackDown now is running. That's why I say, I don't know. I think Paul may have something to do with what's going on on SmackDown more than Reigns. They just don't want to say it because they put the foot in the mouth when they fired Paul Heyman as executive director on, uh, on Raw. And then you gotta think talent is going to talk to. I'm, I know I'm yeah. picking. If you if you saying hey, I'm here to to, to lend an ear yeah. and pick my brain. I'm going to him. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna just sit there and not take advantage of all that. Just he he has a a, a mind for it that he knows how he can pick my character and pick what I need to make better about my character that will you know make me a huge success. I mean, because <clears throat> to me. Brock Lesnar ain't Brock Lesnar without Paul Heyman. I can say when Brock Lesnar was a face, didn't really care for him as much as I did when when Paul Heyman. I cared for him the whole time. No, I'm talking about this one. You remember Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar went their separate ways. Brock Lesnar became a face. Damn near killed himself and broke his neck at WrestleMania 19. I mean, I enjoyed him, but it wasn't like when he was with Paul. Like, I got the whole package. Like, there's this man who's big as shit, doesn't talk that well, but he doesn't have to talk because Paul Heyman is there, and that's his spokesperson. I, I was delighted when I seen Paul Heyman come back out when Brock Lesnar returned back to the WWE in 2012. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to work. You know, and they, they, that's the way it should always be. And I know we got SmackDown to review, but it's working with Roman Reigns. I mean, but it's, it's so much better with Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns can talk. Yeah, but exactly, yeah. exactly. But, uh, man, we could be on this shit all day. WWE stays fuck down. Fuck that shit. Just go to with the, the fuck shit. And we, don't, we don't even give a damn about none of that shit because that shit was bullshit. Yo, yo, how are you doing that to Alistair fucking Magenta? It's like they spend more time fucking people up than they do building. Uh, build. I think they do this shit on purpose and they get a good laugh out of it because for some reason they feel like nothing's going to happen to them. So, because you, you don't, you know, you can, they can lose and still look good. Like, yeah. You can still, I mean, I'm not saying Alistair um, Magenta uh, Lavender, when he came in, that he he had to beat everybody he, he faced. No, but that's a commodity. Look at, all right, so yeah. you, you lose Undertaker. You pretty much lost Undertaker. Yep. You have the demon with Finn Balor, but he's in NXT, and you have uh, Bray Wyatt. Ooh, you build to these big giant matches that you can really make. You protect the black mass. It's, you protect you protect certain things that make people really want to see this. You don't have to put Aster Black didn't have to be a character that you put on TV all I don't the time. Know. He has candles and, and stuff like that. But and you could have over the coffin. And, uh, you could have treated him just like Bray Wyatt and only have him come out certain times. He's and, missing something. I don't see what he's motherfucking missing. An eye patch. That's what he's missing. He takes off every week. <laughs> what does he keep coming out there for and picking this? It's damaged because that one's brown and the other one's blue. So it's damaged. Okay, 
moving on. <laughs> yup. <laughs> fuck rating that shit. Oh, we don't give a fuck about it. Nope. R-Truth versus Akira Tozawa versus Drew Gulak. Yeah, this is the official match. But we already seen the antics in the segment earlier. To the finish, Truth hits a face plant on Tozawa and then an attitude adjustment on Gulak who lands on Tozawa for the win. Okay? Yo, the attitude adjustment. Oh, yeah, I'll give this a grammar five. That's- he said... <laughs> From his childhood era. Yo, that's what... It's, it's truth over to see <laughs> Yeah, that's what makes that shit so dope. <sighs> I love the attitude adjustment, bro. But hey, that whole shit was dope. I, I gotta get out of grandma fire, bro. You, you can go to hell, because I think this is the first time we've seen the deal. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is the, this the worst takeover He's making you, every time we, we give reviews, he's like, you shouldn't play nothing good. You should go play everything great. Everything is great. I'm I give a fuck about everything that's going on here more yeah. than this fucking Monday night trash. You gotta get through it. Hey, hey, you gotta get through but, it. But we have we, we we have to give you a review. But goddamn, this is what it's probably one of my favorite goddamn takeovers. It is. And you can go to hell, Chuck, for this King Cobra as I've finished the cup and I'm feeling this shit. Go and get and get to your next one. I feel like you should have a cup I'm talking gonna, all that shit. I am the haze of this this podcast. I'm fine, but, I, look, I got some. I got some liquor in there. I'm about to. Buy, I'm about to make me maybe a little nah, drink. Nah, I'm gonna put something out there. Uh, yeah, if you can find a bag of Reggie, 420 oh, is gonna nah. smoke. Nah. <laughs> you have to honor it like I honored this nah, king fucking cobra. Nope. As I'm over here mm-hmm. about to ask you for some See, change. This is so hold up. Now, we're gonna give some behind the scenes conversation to you real quick. And this man, I said, hey, I got an idea. You want to get people to vote on what you want to drink? He said, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So, yeah, I am on record <laughs> telling you I am not smoking this random motherfucking shit. Hell no. I, oh, I am bougie about my weed. <laughs> I am Reggie, bougie. Re- you I'll are, tell you what, it'll be a stipulation. You claim that. Look, look, hey, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. If I lose in any of these, if I lose in the next fucking. Um, Predictions. You haven't won in the predictions. I haven't lost in the predictions. No, you've tied up, so it's still a stalemate. What does that mean? You celebrated like, yeah, I got it. I, I won. I could have swear I won one. I don't know. No, where. sir. Okay, I whatever. think I think we tied it up. Mm. I think it was the the match. Uh, That's with, what you think. No, with Finn Balor. Uh, well, Finn Balor being uh, no Keith Lee being a number one contender going against Adam Cole, and you picked uh, you picked Finn. And we tied it up because it was another match on that takeover. I mean, on the NXT that 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 you had won, and we tied it right back up. Same as last week. With well, the, well with we got our predictions to give them this evening. We do. I mean, we're talking about SmackDown NXT. So let's Kim. What's what's the last thing on this shit? I don't, I don't fucking know. Man, fuck Raw. <laughs> this is through. This is week three of Raw is trash. I'm, it might be week five. I don't know. Okay, back. Oh, all right. I need to start reading what I'm what I'm typing out here. Charlie is backstage. Mandy Rose. Charlie. Yeah, she's backstage. Wow, Mandy wow, Rose. Wow, and Dana wow. Hey, she was doing a thing in that pink leopard. Uh, Goddamn so. right, wrong, balls. But she's not Kayla Braxton. Kayla! All right. Rose says, uh, Brooke has been, has always been there for her, and she returns a compliment. They're coming for the women's tag team titles. All right. Dominic Mysterio versus Buddy Moifey. And Moifey! Like, and like, we haven't seen this shit the entire Summer to the finish. 
Dominic is in control on the outside. He rolls Moifi back inside. He goes for the kendo stick under the ring, which is Yeah, comes out Dominic to put down the kendo stick, and he's back inside the ring, but he ends up in the most deadliest. Undefeated. Undisputed. Move of all WWE history. The surprise. <laughs> I'm so tired of this, dude. Yeah. I'm tired of this whole everything. I don't care about this little wrinkle in it or anything. Dominic says he's doing it for his family. I don't. I, I have no review. So you just go straight to yours. I have well, no review. Dominic for says he's doing this for his family. And what the fuck is wrong with her? She is naive, as his pappy said. And the 619 is slapped out of Dominic. Boo. I don't think this deserves a review, nope. as you said, neither. Well, uh, a rating. So we'll move on. The hurt business is heading to the ring as a hooded janitor is shown in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pick that up, janitor. Yeah. And review was like, take care of this for me. <laughs> but wasn't it, but wasn't it, was it Shelton Benjamin's shit? I don't know. Was I, think, I thought it was MVP. I think MVP. I thought he took it from Shelton Benjamin and threw it on the ground. I don't know. Either way, that shit was funny. I'm going for a second cup. Oh, man. This boy getting twisted Uh. over here. Yeah, but, um, all right, look. We're not going to, I'm not going to give a review of that, but I'm, bro. The, the, it's not a fun, you know what I'm saying, resolution we're going to get out of here. If you lose, if you lose every week. What are, what are we getting out of this? I summed it up last week. This whole feud over the Mysterios and Seth Rollins because Seth, uh, past Seth's pullout game was weak. That's all we could get from it. Nobody knows why this shit is happening and how uh, and why Rey Mysterio was 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 targeted. Only because Rey Mysterio said, "Ah, oh, congratulations, welcome to fatherhood." And yeah. and I'm so thin, Dominic. He ain't ready. Nah. As much as he, he looks so goofy ready. out there, that big ass head and that little ass body, <laughs> man, your head is like yo, yo fucking burrow, one of them burrows from Street Fighter Two, the little mini game he's that's not, falling out the ceiling. He got a big burrow head, nigga from Capcom. He's not bad, but he ain't nowhere. To, like why? Like and, and we know what it was all for, just to make sure that Rey Mysterio stayed with the WWE because he knew. As soon as Rey Mysterio left, that he'd be a uh, he 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 make people change the channel on to AEW on Wednesdays. He knew they knew that shit, so they 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 put his son into the forefront and said, "Hey, yeah, we all we know he can do it here at Corona, but whatever." Uh, Not what you should have did, and what would have been the smartest thing to do was put both of them in NXT. That would have made that brand pop so fucking much. If you yep. had this whole. The whole Mysterio clan in NXT. Yep. Ooh. The matches you're going to get. Come on now. I don't know because my allergies, but my eyes feel puffing. Fuck you, Chuck. Fuck you, Chuck, for this king. And it has a nerve to say new look, same taste. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, yo, I was dying laughing, bro. I'm on the road. Uh huh. And I hit it. And I was like, this motherfucker, you put this, put this motherfucker in a lab coat. This nigga is motherfucking Rick from Rick and Morty. He's <laughs> 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 got their motherfucking uh, Rick goddamn burp, nigga. 
Look, man, shit, shit, shit is real over here. Uh, 420 comes with those coughs like he's going to cough up along, and I'm finna burp up something. So that's what you get. Hayes Hops, baby. Hayes Hops. Hayes Hops. All right, uh, yeah. Dolph the Loser has a person in mind for the open challenge as he and Adam Pierce have a conversation. All right, the Hurt Business versus the Catering Click, and this is yet another match that we've seen the whole So, summer. straight to the finish. Yeah. But not yet, because MVP says this is an official announcement. The generally agreed upon definition of insanity uh, is doing the same thing over and over and over. No shit, MVP. No shit. And, uh, and, uh, and, and expecting a, a different result. Cedric. <laughs> Cedric had a slip up with Apollo last week, and he's been sent to hurt business. Boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit won't happen again. Apollo keeps on making the same dumb mistake, stepping to them, and he told him he wasn't, uh, he wouldn't see that U.S. title again. Lashley took his title, and Apollo got dropped. Apollo went to get uh, his recess play, <laughs> his recess playground friends. Lashley <laughs> says again, they're gonna get. Drop. Yeah. Now the finish. There was a logo of retribution all over the screens of the Technodrome. I won't call it Thunderdome. This is the Technodrome, okay? But no retribution. Go figure. Ali and MVP uh, are left in the ring by themselves, and Ali lands a tornado. Then a 450 for the win. And before long, we will be repeating a Monday Night Trash portion of the show as we've seen this same shit all week. Cleo Cephas, you are a prophecy. You you are the oracle. Didn't you say that shit last week? That Ali was gonna show up. I told you. So you get a motherfucking uh, yup. No rating, no nothing. Then no, fuck no. All right, man, come on, let's no, go. It hurts, man. It hurts the motherfucking that my niggas. I got a t-shirt. We got, we got. We in the hurt business. I'm in the hurt business. I ain't here in the hurt business facing these bums. Nah, the whole summer, dude. Like, the whole summer, man. I don't care. Like, if it was just, like, Mustafa Ali and somebody else, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because Mustafa Ali is cool, but, like, why, why are y'all still beating up on Ricochet? Like, what are y'all getting out of beating up on him? Like, at this point, you gain nothing out of beating these guys. They gain nothing kind of out of beating y'all. This is for the United States title. Bro. But if it's still coming right back to... Ricochet. Homeboy. Uh, or is it still going back to Mustafa Ali? Bro. Or if it's still going back to Lindsay Dorado in the, in the draft and when he comes over there for to Raw. Chico. Or or Grand Metal League when he comes back over there to Raw and they're both and the, uh, there's no more Lucha House Party. They're doing singles run and they got to face the her party. Ese Vato. And or, or since fucking Angel Garza is gone and motherfucking Andrade, he's going to do a face run with Charlotte and they're going to do the mixed tag shit and they're going to bring that back in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! It's gonna be either or in the same old bullshit. <laughs> until, yeah. you, until you put my man Bobby Lashley and MVP in that world title discussion mm-hmm. on a permanent basis, yep. if he's not beating like he needs to be beating, like I, I want to see Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley and Bobby Lashley get that win. Lashley's bigger than the U.S. strap. I like at, at the visual as him being the U.S. champion. I was like. Okay, this shit would have been cool. His first run, when and, he, and, and, or not even when he when he first came back. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, when he first came back, but but yeah, like you look at the visual of the hurt business and everything that they turned this thing into, that's a world champion right there. To me, Shelton Benjamin needs that U.S. title, or, or Cedric the uh, the entertainer. Yeah, because until until he until he show me something else, he still sound like. No, oh, excuse me, that is Cedric. Cedric. Uh, I Cedric. get it. I get it. Okay. Alright, no more said the catering entertainment or nothing. Look. Alright, go to this other shit. Alright, back at the poker game. Flair's on the roll as he has most of the chip he the chips. He lands a roll flush and takes the rest. EST Bianca Belair is showcased as we should uh as she should show why she is gonna be a big deal if we already didn't know that. So why you at the end of the day, why don't you give vignettes? Before everybody comes on the fucking show. Because WWE is down with the fuck shit. They don't know their ass from a hole in the wall and the wrong people are running the camp. Uh, I just see a bunch of people just like any other corporation that that, 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 that runs their company like shit. It's people in wrong position that don't necessarily get They're a fuck only going people. by the numbers and don't know that you gotta build a character. Sometimes you're not, you don't start out like... I have my hard time going... With most uh, new Netflix shows, yeah, they, they their first two three episodes of majority Netflix shows are just a lot of character building. Case in point, I slept on Daredevil and I'm fighting not to watch the next episode. Right, yeah. Right. All right, uh, we want to move on. Hell, we can probably get this shit done before 60 minutes. Yeah. At this rate. Uh, okay. That's what I'm with. Well, Drew McIntyre versus the mystery opponent, which was Bobby Roode. Glorious. And I will be back. And I will be back. I thought he was going to get big, but now I got a full bit. And fresh. What? That nigga got a pudge and everything. Well, uh, he's on the Raw roster, and it won't be long before they're taking on the Street Profits for them titles. Hopefully oh, you not. know that's coming up. ASAP Rockies. Well, hopefully that's not. next week. Hopefully not every week, considering there is a draft starting next Friday. Uh, do you remember uh, some time ago when that glorious entrance meant something? Oh, I did. Yeah. I remember when people used to shout it and everything, but, uh, yeah. you know, they made it uh, a... a a mockery of him very I mean, it's, early. The, the fans love it, so we're going to turn him face, even though he's a heel. The the, 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 the entrance sounds like a face. Yeah, but then we don't do anything with him. I love Bane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit, I don't know if... Uh, hey, I don't know if that was Bobby Roode or Joy Ryan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Alright, after the introduction, Rude goes for the left leg of McIntyre, taking him into the corner, another shot to the right leg, and a chop, and McIntyre pushes him away, Rude back on him, but McIntyre lands some strikes, McIntyre goes for a slam, but is raked on the back, Rude is taking advantage of everything that happened at the clash, but McIntyre has Rude in the corner with some chops, he whips Rude into the other corner, but he counters, so he thought, and McIntyre lands a kick to the face, Rude escapes to the outside, but McIntyre hits an inverted Alabama slam on Rude to the apron, after the break, the two are on top of the turn- turnbuckle battling it out McIntyre in the tree of woe but Rude waited too long and McIntyre tosses Rude off of the top rope McIntyre readies to Claymore but Dahl pulls out Rude but McIntyre pulls in Dahl Rude chop blocks the left leg and continues to soften it up 
He bounces the left and the right leg off a ring post. McIntyre is kicked away, but on the outside, Rude bounces the right knee off of the announcer's desk. Rude to the top in a flying clothesline for a near fall. Rude has a figure four on McIntyre in the middle of the ring. McIntyre reversed the pressure on Rude, who gets the ropes for a break. And Rude takes too long again as he eats a Glasgow kiss, then a clothesline overhead, belly to belly. And then he launches Rude out of the corner. McIntyre kips up, but it wasn't smart as both of them legs were the target most of the night. Rude lands a spine buster for another near fall, and Rude goes for the figure four again, but is pushed into the middle turnbuckle. McIntyre runs into the leg of Rude in the corner. After the counter, McIntyre goes for the future shock DDT, but is countered into another near fall, but McIntyre holds on to land a DDT anyway for another near fall. Claymore readied up again, but Dolphins in the apron and takes a big boot. Big Glorious DDT for a two and a half, and Rude can't believe it and is screaming for McIntyre to get up. Counter after counter, and McIntyre lands the Claymore for the win. I mean, <clears throat> decent match. Uh, give it a grandma's fire. Yeah. It's cool to see Rude, but I knew Rude was coming back, but just <clears throat> when uh, Dolph Ziggler first came to Raw, he um, they made him a point to say that uh, Rue was coming out. Um, oh, shit. It'd be kind of good if Dolph was kind of in a manager position with Rue. Oh, shit. He, if if Dolph is, like, oh, not shit. not wrestling or they, they're really just waiting for, you know, them to do the tag thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would kind of love to see Dolph and Rue with those tag straps. Hey, hold that thought. The more buzz I get, the better this shit tastes. That's that's why. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> that's how you know this shit's get. Fuck you, Chuck. Boy, you know he getting slizzy. Uh, yeah. What's uh, cool? Yeah, man. Uh, shit. High life. Uh, I know they may mention. Oh, this is someone he's never faced before, unless you're a casual fan and haven't seen NXT. And I know. guess for the WWE title. Yeah, but they have faced each other. But before. no, it was for the WWE. He said who he hasn't faced for the WWE title. All right, technicality. <clears throat> but we've seen these two go at it before, so that's why I was interested to see how they go. I mean, it was a good match. It was a good match. It's showing you, even though Rude is, you know, getting up there in age, he can still perform at a high level. This was a great match. Yeah. I mean, very. Smart, like he, he he worked on the legs of, of McIntyre, and that showed he paid attention to to the night before whatever happened at the clash. This man, this man is better than what they are pushing him to be, you know, which is just a tag team wrestler with Dolph Ziggler. Right. Come on, man, y'all ha- y'all have all of the fundamentals, there, all, all the tools there to have a great show, show, but they just will not do it. They right. won't do it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, okay. The mass hooded up janitor is seen walking around back and he noticed laughter. So he grabs a chair and listens at the door. It's none other, uh, none other than Randall Keith Orton with a pair of night vision goggles and he enters and hits the lights. All you hear is chairs and shit being landed and oh, oh God. And, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you hear. And the lights come back on and they are all left laying as Orton gets out of there and runs on uh, and gets on his hood as the officials run into the fallen. As a t- this terrible show, Monday night, motherfucking trash. Look at little baby rings. Right. All right, we supposed to be. Oh, hey, this show is over. So, so you need you need to um, 
Uh, Roach Clip. Roach Clip of the uh, night was uh, Randall Keith Orton. That was probably my favorite little segment. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, and I did like the main event. The main event was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think main event was my last shot, but also my last shot was the fact that we didn't have to deal with the underground, and the retribution was absent. Yeah. Yeah, that's different, but hell, it's not like that they took advantage of that shit at all, as we know that, you know, several people are being quarantined for uh, for COVID. You know, that's what it's all. But that's still no excuse. You have all of the tools to have a great show. So, yeah, like, uh, man, next week, if Raw is bad, we might just skip that shit. I might just give you the fucking results and go straight to SmackDown. I mean, we can just get to finish to everything. Yeah, well, to that's what we've been doing. Like, well, I just, I, I just try to emphasize on the storylines and shit. But they don't give a shit. But the storyline ain't even changing. What are we? What are we? What are we talking about? This is true. So if I see the same storyline, then I guess that we'll skip that shit too. See, we'll, we'll, we'll do it like a comic book. See episode twenty-two. Yeah, well, Charlotte doesn't look like Ty Chrisley in that. You this, a, this you is a damn lie. No, nah, this is before the knife. That you shit. She always looked like Chrisley. Well, uh, this is your raw edition of episode twenty-two on Hayes Hops. Hey, Tim Beggers, nigga. I kill you, everybody die, everybody die, I kill you. And we back, motherfucker, on your SmackDown edition of... Wait a minute, what is SmackDown? I digress. On your SmackDown edition yeah. of... Hey, Hops. And the motherfucking turnbuckles you under dig what happened is we dog well, this is a remix are you ready for a better show of course <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, this is the results of this week's hold up hold up hold up hold up, hold up. it's almost like we're just going in this eventual course of events because we're used to it yeah I say Smackdown was superior, far superior than every show this week. Hey, you didn't hear any uh, rebuttals or anything so like I that. So I think we should go straight to NXT. That's just my my. So you want to do Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays this week? To me, SmackDown was the better show. If you if you do not feel the same, then you can run your your review the way you so want. So you want me to do NXT? I would like to do NXT. All right. Well, let's scroll down to the NXT where this week we're actually doing Mondays, Wednesdays, <laughs> and Fridays because this week, unlike. Any other week, maybe one other week before, SmackDown was actually the better show. Well, uh, I have to agree with you on that one. So, the results of NXT, uh, which is uh, Shoxi Blackheart, she defeated Dakota Kai. Cameron Grimes defeats Joey Pistachio, <laughs> I think Joey Strong, and Ridge Holland. Kashida defeats Tony Nese. Adam Cole defeats Austin Theory. And Caden Carter defeats Zia Lee. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae defeats Damian Priest and Io Shirai. All right. 
We kick the show off with the Tank Girl herself, Shotzi Blackheart, as she faces Dakota Kai. Hey, man, and Raquel in that, uh, Raquel yeah. in that red patent leather. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay. All right. Go ahead at one time. <laughs> you know you want to say it so bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what, what's her real name? And it ain't, it ain't Raul. It's Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel is good. Rachel, my, my name, my name is Juarez. <laughs> my name ain't Juarez Gomez. I must say, I had to do a double double take. Bro, said, wow, Rachel, Rachel Gomez, man, she is she's getting it. All right, all right, the bell sound. and her actual ring work. It's a whole lot better than she started off at. I definitely think they're catering to what works for her, which is being a powerhouse. Don't do nothing extra. Just go in there and be dominant. Don't do. I don't want to see you do no fucking Harry Karana, no shit like that. Don't just, know everybody need to do it, and then you know, you lose, you lose fast. You lose fast. Just, you win. You win fast. Just throw the little bitch choke slam. Do some mm-hmm. powerful shit. All right, yeah. The bell sounds in its own. A couple of words and missed shots and takedowns from the two. Kai sends Shotzi into the ropes. The monkey flip is blocked, and it's Luchin. Luchin! Shotzi goes for the roll-up cover for a two, and Kai returns the favor for another cover, and it's back and forth with more covers and kickouts. Shotzi lands an inverted uh, inverted atomic drop, drop to... Uh, Drop to Kai, and uh, she welcomes Kai to the ball pit as she double leg drops the pelvic region of Kai. Okay, uh, several snap mares, then a uh, double knee arm breaker to the right arm of Kai, then kick to the midsection, then another cover for two. Shotzi sends Kai into the ropes, but it's reversed, but Kai misses. Shotzi locks Kai's legs and gets a double arm butterfly stretch submission. Thank you, Tom Phillips, for not naming any of these moves and shit. Now, I'm gonna say. Shotzi Blackheart is doing some great mat wrestling. Mm-hmm. She must have been hanging out with Thomas, Timothy, Tony, Thelma, Thea, Terry, Tony, Tony. Hey, Terry. And Tony. Get out of the way, Terry. Tito. Terry. I'm Terry. <laughs> Thatcher. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, man, do we miss Mauro Ronaldo each week? This man, show you see that time. motherfucker with the, the, the hairdo, though? Morrow with the new hair. No, I ain't seen that <laughs> Man, shit. Man, you gotta look up Morrow. Morrow got like the little, the uh, Steve Carell uh, office when he was when he was doing the flashback when that nigga used to work with uh, what the fuck was his name? The original the original boss when Matt when Steve Carell had long hair. Yo, uh, all my office heads know what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah, he had the uh, the Cactus Jack. Wow. The Cactus Jack, right. the 1980s Cactus Jack. Wow. Yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, uh. No, he got the. No, no, no. He got the. Uh, not the John Travolta. Who was the dude for uh, Full House? The Jesse Consopolis. Yeah, yeah, the Jesse Consopolis. Everywhere you go, everywhere you look, is a hot as a something. You yeah. find that place and you're all alone. You find that nigga. To carry you home <laughs> Everywhere you go Shoot me the pop Wow We raping hoes What? <laughs> what? 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 And living color Making Everybody there is equally kind Was yours is mine It was yours is mine what? Let me in <laughs> Yowie 
wildly. <laughs> where, where, where did it happen? Look, I'm, I'm drunk. He's high, and this is where it's went. Fuck you, Chuck. I ain't supposed to be drunk in no fucking 559. In living color. Do what you want to do. In living color. I, mean, I can't believe that chick from uh, In the Heat of the Night was talking about <laughs> Yeah. The, the yellow, yellow. Man, what used to trip me out when whenever some shit was about to happen, like when the plot thickened on the and show, the, the music boy, it's like George Benson was in the back. I want to use that shit in my regular life. I want to use that shit like, man, damn, I forgot to take the tr- uh, the clothes out of the dryer. <laughs> Or well, my wife is like, I thought I told you to pay the power bill, but you didn't. <laughs> you go for the gun. <laughs> you look at your, you look at your wedding picture. <laughs> you need to go in the bathroom, take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> And back to NXT yeah, on Hayes. Hops. And turnbuckles. I think this nigga drunk. I don't know where the fuck we're even at, so I'm going to pick a random place. Okay. Shotzi. Okay. Into another corner. Kai starts using her legs as the right leg is in the face of Shotzi. Kai continues to use her legs with a face wash and then a suplex for two. Forearm to Shotzi in the corner and knees on the chin of the ropes. And Kai is dropped on the second rope. Felt first. And Raquel is now on the apron that stops Shotzi. Kai lands a backbreaker for a near fall. And after the break, Shotzi counters in some kicks and lands a drop kick on Kai in the corner. Splash on Kai, then a face plant, a nice knee, then a spinning forearm, followed by an enziguri, dropping Kai again on the second rope. Sent on into Kai and chicken wing suplex for a near fall. Kai lands double knees on Shotzi as she's ran into the as she ran into the corner, then an arm toss for a two. Shotzi uh, fought off the shoulders and sends Kai into the apron. And she lands a forearm, but Kai dodges and lands a kick on Shotzi, getting uh, her on the apron as well. Shotzi kicks a leg up from under Kai, and it looks like uh, her head went into Shotzi's knee because of it. Uh, forearms between the two, and Kai lands a back kick on Shotzi. Kai goes for a pump kick, but her leg is caught uh, in a kick to the head of Kai. And Shotzi lands a, looks like a Salida Del Sol on the apron, but shit! It looks like that uh, that shit hurt Shotzi as well as her head hit the apron and both are down as a ref checks on Shotzi. And thank God she's okay. That was a nasty spill. Bro, that shit was horrible looking. Yeah, that was a nasty fucking spill. And that 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 goes to what you said. I mean, I, I say, oh, it's okay. It's NXT. But certain spots like that or shit they try to go for, I think sometimes they may go for a little bit too much on just a regular like, show. There was no reason for her to go for the Selena Del Sol on the apron. Yeah. Yeah. And it, man, it looked like she damn near like tombstone or damn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it looked like what it looked like. It, it would have been dope mm-hmm. if the spot would, if she could have like if Dakota could seen that she had her or could have noticed that she was kind of not really well protected. Because I mean, yeah. it was all Shotzi's fault. I mean, to it me, the way it looked like she didn't flip like she, completely she missed, all the way she over. She missed her. She missed her mark. Yeah, like, it didn't have the 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 the, the head. Fully hooked or anything. For I them. think if she would have like kind of took it as a cutter, yeah, and almost like gave it to her like a cutter, almost like a little like she reversed it, 
probably would have, you know, saved her a little pain. But yeah, I think oh. that took a couple years off her uh, her wrestling career. Yeah, like you said, it didn't have to happen. No, that didn't have to happen. But yeah, uh, thank God she's okay as she goes for a dive. But Raquel trips her up. Ripley, Rhea Ripley comes out and sends Raquel into the steps, and Kai goes for a big boot, big boot, but ends up in the most deadliest, deadliest, undefeated, undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Moving all in WWE history. The surprise right up for the win. I must say, Shotzi Blackheart should ice the back of that neck after that scare. Yeah, my how goes and me all fucked up. Uh, I give it two grams of fire. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean I'm a big fan of Dakota. Her theme music is super dope. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm a fan. Loved it. Two grams of fire. Yeah, man, this gets it. This gets a Michelob Ultra like mine. Ultra yeah, mine, mine, mine is, on a motherfucking killer instinct side of the game. Okay, okay, well, okay. That, well, this is on the King Cobra side of the game. I wish I had a fucking. Man, uh, motherfucker, give me a little slizzy of that. No, hell no. I got me some liquor, nigga. I had some liquor. Oh, no, you need you need to get you nope. need to finish this. Nope. Oh God. Nope. Like Ric Flair. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Oh <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, man, yeah, Michelob Ultra, uh, besides that scare, uh, yeah, these two always put on something. <laughs> and it's funny because you said something about Dakota, Dakai, uh, Dakota Kai's new music, which <laughs> her old music and her and her screen and her video seemed like it was a, a beginning of a talk show. Yeah. <laughs> this evening with Dakota Kai. But yeah, man, um, I still think Kai is definitely protected. Uh we always praise Shotzi Blackheart for what she does. Uh, I think the right woman won because a lot of momentum is definitely going towards Shotzi Blackheart's place. I see her in the championship picture uh, very, very soon, and I think it's her time. I think it'll be her time. Uh, I think when Shotzi, when come WrestleMania weekend, I think I think we should see Shotzi Blackheart in the championship picture then. Oh, I could. I definitely know what's going to happen. I can predict it all. Like her, her, her. Uh, her mat wrestling, like I, lo- I love the way that she transitioned to all those different submissions. I'm like, man, this woman gets better week after week, just mm-hmm. showing us layers of how how great she is. But uh, as you said, I guess I'm gonna begin this segment or uh, introduce the segment booking with 420. Yeah, under dig. I think um, what's gonna happen, which kind of gives away my later prediction, but okay. um, uh, the pixie. Okay. She's definitely going to come off for that title. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about Candice. Don't call me LeRae Gargano. She's coming off for that title. Okay. The Gargano way. And you and you build to Shotzi versus Candice. I think it's better if I pop an icebreaker in my mouth and just not drink that raw. It kind of... Kind of helps, but boy, gotta chase it for beer. That's horrible. It's King Cobra, man. Fuck you, Chuck. (laughs) 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 All right, man. Um, it's it's an interview, interview between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Santos Escobar, who looks like he just finished a deal (laughs) with the cartel. Swerve says he's had opportunities at the title, but they may have been unfair, and he still believes he's the better competitor, and he's the only man that's pinned Esco, and on Sunday, he will come out on top, and Esco says, don't make him laugh, and he's a parasite, and there's nothing more worse than life than things that linger. Scott's, uh... Um, Scott, are you done with it? Uh, you want me to be done? 
No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, my bad. I did Yeah, well, like I was saying, uh, Scott's a loose end, and Esco ties up loose ends, and people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, he wants to complain about fairness. The match of takeover will be fair. And Swerve says bullshit. Why is it some fuck shit every time they meet? Esco says excuses. When it really matters, Swerve can't deliver. Swerve says he's adapted to everything in this business and he's ready for whatever and he's gonna show the world what he's capable of and how Esco is a fraud. Esco says he's gonna fail and he built the cartel, mm, excuse me, the cruiserweight division in his image and infuse it with the lucha libre culture, which Swerve has no respect of. What he calls his uh, bag of tricks, Esco calls it a tradition and he's gonna bury Swerve's ass with it. And I think Esco meant that shit literally. They're gonna bury Swerve somewhere in a fucking desert and don't <laughs> fuck with Legato's I told you, Mike. I told you, Mike. I told you fucking kids, Mike. Hey, Mike. I caught Mike. I caught Mike. Hey, fucking thank you, fucking. Well, fuck. Who the fuck will thank you, yeah, ass, Mike? I swear to God. Only thing, I, only issue I have with this whole thing is uh, Scott. He needs to work. He needs to work on that promo skills. He's better than Apollo, Ricochet, oh, and yeah, fucking yeah, but uh, Cedric all together. That's still not good. It's not good, but shit. Okay. It's room for improvement. I yeah. agree. That, that, I mean, that's the only thing I'll say. I mean, just the just the lighting itself, and it had on the the shade. And it wasn't like, horrible. It wasn't horrible at all. But he said, "I just hit a bump, and I'm fin- <laughs> It's that pure Colombian. Yeah, but and I'm finna talk this shit. Oh, uh, Santos stuff. Come on. Man. That's what I'm saying about Santos. He is. That, that that whole gimmick is Fucking just perfect, Esco. bro. Yeah, he needs. They, they, I just don't want them to touch. I just wish they wouldn't touch the gimmick when they move up to the main roster. I'm cool with everything they do. Like you, you know, like I said, they don't have to lose all the time. But once you take that, what made them special away? Why? I mean, how? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. There's no need. Excuse me. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh. Yeah, well, what more can I say about these two? I'm ready for this match tonight. Yeah, uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. All right, it's a nice video package of Kyle O'Reilly showcasing his highlights and undisputed air. Cole bigs up O'Reilly and man, uh, this thing while this thing has my interest, uh, it, it definitely is because of the own unknown of what goes oh, yeah. on tonight. They mentioned the injury of Tegan Knox and God, man. God. Yeah. Like I, I read it a week, a week uh, uh, earlier in the week, and I was just like, "Shit, man." You just go ahead and become a trainer. Yeah, a I want to even put her out there. No I more. want to hope for the best for her, but yeah, like from what I heard, it was it didn't even tear uh, from any match she had. It tore because I guess the way she planted her knee or something like that, and come to find out that uh, it was because of the surgery, uh, according according to you know according to news. And man, if it just takes that and you didn't do anything in the ring, then just like, think about a high stakes uh, spot. Yeah, and you can't uh, as much. I, I I enjoy work, and I just I don't care how much your work is. Like you're bait, you're built and pushed on how healthy you can stay, and it's nothing against Tegan Knox at all. She is great, but. It's, it's over. Yeah. To me, to me, yeah. I, I wish she wouldn't do it. To me, just quit wasting, you know, wasting yeah. so much time in recovery when you can just be like, uh, 
you know, an agent or a trainer. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure WWE will give her a spot. She start thinking of a plan B, and like if she does come back, I think we would definitely be looking at her as a liability. Oh yeah, and then she'll definitely just be enhancement talent until the next time it happens. Yeah. Like, we've seen that she was going to be pushed, but man, it's it's it's, it's kind of hard to push her if she keeps on going down. What this is another uh, maybe a year out. And I guess they'll pick up from where they left off. But the story is Candice LeRae being accomplished last week. Uh, Sarah, Shlam. this is with LeRae and Johnny Gargano, who says it's karma. <laughs> you break their TV, they'll tear, they'll tear ACL. <laughs> Bruh, yo, 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 yo. So, alright, so when I'm watching NXT. It was a shark. Bruh, so when I'm watching NXT, I, uh,. I fell asleep because I'm, you know, my schedule, how it was, I was, I'm trying to watch it and I fell asleep on that part. I ended up watching that part like two times and laughed both times I seen that shit. Cup number two. Fuck you, Chuck. Mm. Fuck you. Oh, God. But but hilarious, though. It was. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, man, uh, best wishes to Knox. I know this shit has to fuck up her morale, but, yeah, keep her spirits up, man. Like, even though you should think about a plan B... Who knows? You may come oh, yeah. back. She, you may come back one hundred percent. We've seen Rey Mysterio go through knee uh, knee injuries after knee injuries after knee injuries, and yeah. this motherfucker is forty six and still somehow making it back to the ring. So yeah, that's and putting on decent matches. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you know. if you can make it back, make it back. And we are now on the main event of NXT Takeover uh, Revolution. Sammy Zub, Sammy Zayn uh-huh. versus who's about to Sammy Zemo? Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, y'all, Sammy, y'all, Sammy, Zane. Give it the mic so I can take it away. Doing flips over this motherfucking top rope. Now they call me the Liberator. And I got a neck beard looking like a ginger Santa. I pass out. Sammy, Sammy, y'all, Sammy, y'all, Zimmy, Zimmy. I pass out Golden Grams on Kremlin. I'm drinking motherfucking uh, pink lemonade and some motherfucking Schwecker. I don't know about that vodka life. God, this King Cobra. Fuck you, Chuck. This boy on that King Cobra. This ain't no King Man, if just think about it, this boy was packed at this point. Yeah. Wow. What about the metamorphosis when it comes to that? Did you see Pac coming out of this version of Pac coming out of this no. guy? With, no. the, with, the, with the Matrix music? I wasn't even a fan of this guy. I yeah, was a fan of his work. I was oh, yeah, I was a fan of his work, but I wasn't a fan of that guy. I'm a fan yeah. of the guy in Pac now. Yeah. That, uh, the bastard. Because, I mean, all right, so you... So I'm I can't just keeping a, No, return. but just keep it a whole, a whole band. Cedric, the entertainer, is a great wrestler. Cedric. Dickichet is a great wrestler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mustafa Ali, great wrestler. I don't yeah. give a fuck about your character, though. Yeah, it's a whole lot of, hey, I don't know how to talk, but, hey, I can flip. When I'm mad at you, and, and we're gonna fight. We're you want to get a ring? You want to get a ring? And uh, homeboy, you, you want to run some drills, bro? Huh? huh? You want to spar? Huh? Want to spar? Competition? You can't do a full somersault like me, bro. <laughs> Bet you can do two backflips in the air, <laughs> homeboy. <laughs> Buddy guy, don't call me a gymnastic, <laughs> a gymnast. That's not me. Ole, 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 ole. Oh my gosh. Ole. But how great ole. did they. Do you hear that? Do you yeah, hear that? Yeah, that shit was dope. I right, get that shit over with, man. All right. I'm talking, yeah. like, I'm, 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 I'm talking like a fish. 
All right, what was that? All right. Piranha! Cameron Grimes! You! <coughs> is out, and he ain't in the fucking mood. He had every chance in the world, and it was taken away because of the gauntlet eliminate, uh, eliminated match. And Grimes can cheer up as he makes the invitational stepping stones to the moon match. Okay? And, uh, hey! All right. All right. I know it came in early. Uh, I see the, I see what you did there. You, uh, yeah. You changed the show a little bit. So I know we're going on last. All right. ASAP. AJ here. And hey, that sounds pretty good. I, I like this man. What do you say? To the moon? To the moon. I like it. I like it. Hey, this Cameron Grimes. This Rick Grimes. This Rick Grimes boy. Yeah, straight from the Wild and Dead, baby. Woo. Yeah, this Rick Grimes boy. I like him. I like him. But anyway, I'll see y'all. Uh, I'll see y'all next segment. Put him up. Too sweet. But yeah, Grimes can cheer up as he makes the invitational stepping stones to the moon match. And, uh, well, it's Joyce Pistachio, whose entrance was longer than his match as Grimes gave him the cave-in for the win. And he lines up another opponent, and Ridge Holland takes out Joey Strong. And Grimes says Holland ain't a part of this invitational, and Holland responds with a headbutt. Yeah... I uh-huh. just want to see more. Go ahead. Go Ridge ahead. Holland versus Cameron Grimes, and Holland continues the barrage, the barrage of headbutts in a belly belly throw, clubbing blows, and stomps to Grimes, who never gets out of his vest, and he gets stomps the fuck out as a ref calls for the bell and a DQ. And shit, goddamn Grimes won three matches in a row if you want to count that DQ. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Proceed. Uh, I love Cameron Grimes. I give it. I give all of this two and a half grams of fire. Yep. Well, <coughs> God damn, been popping for Sami Zayn. Shit, <coughs> goddamn. Uh, mm, eyeballs, bulls. <laughs> you want to continue the show? You want to? Cons- you want? You want to? You want to do that? All right, so coffins for losers. <laughs> You know, he's smoking like I'm smoking. I'm, I'm not smoking at all. That's why I'm mad. Ain't none of y'all I'm watching everybody. Like I'm watching. This is how my life is, folks. Okay. I have. I'm, I'm, I'm in a job position where I would never, ever uh, fuck up the bag. But everybody around me smokes reefer. And I don't like it. I don't like the fact they enjoy it. I like. I, they used to pay up. Oh my bad, and then they take it back. I'm like, that's the insult. Haterade, that's you the got them fucking right. I'm saying you drink some fucking King Cobra. Fuck you, Chuck. King Cobra bring the hater about him. Goddamn right. I'm fitting the porters. I'm finna finish this shit and probably crash into the fucking power line. <laughs> getting dizzy. <dipped. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> getting dizzy. <laughs> you got If you're hearing this, don't call a popo. Like, hey, you heard what he said. Yeah, shit. You might want to be careful. That motherfucker say he driving. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I think two and a half grams. Uber, I'm telling you, come, 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 come pick me up, come baby, please. I know you see That's why I don't like you doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a bad idea. <laughs> man, you just live around the corner. How the fuck, man? You know how they say. Right around, the, right around the crib. That's where most things. He hit a pole and somehow he ended up floating down the creek. <laughs> you end up halfway to Buffett, though, nigga. But he's okay because he said the water's fine. <laughs> Jump in. Where the fuck are you going? 
Uh, yeah, no drink and drive, folks, on Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles. And Turnbuckles. Uh, yeah, I gave you my my view. I said two and a half grams. I love Cameron Grimes. Okay. Need to see more at Ridgey Ridge. You call him Ridgey Ridge? Fridge Ridge. Fridge Ridge. Arena. Yeah. I'm drunk! <laughs> Clink! Yeah, uh, man, this... Uh, to me it's a high life um I don't think Cameron Grimes getting fucked up right here uh, does anything bad for him I think that he's untouchable with his character and what he does oh yeah um Ridge Holland on the other hand uh, we know he's dominant um but like we said last week he just he needs a change in whatever he's doing like or more of what you you know Turn that shit to the max. To the max. He's identity. And once again, like it's probably going to come out in the weeks. Come, it is as Triple H, Paul Levesque has the formula to bring out the best in it. It's very seldom that I see him say that. Man, we don't know what to do with it. He always finds a way. So I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll we'll take it as uh, you know you know as it happens throughout the weeks. All right, uh, Sarah. Slap it. It's backstage with Austin Theory, and last week with Damian Priest uh, should have never happened. He should, he should have been in a gauntlet match, and he says it took O'Reilly 15 years to get to the big stage, and that's more than half of Theory's life, who already appeared at WrestleMania. And O'Reilly should catch uh, should catch up to Theory, and Kushida says this new Kushida is vicious, and he's going to use Velveteen Dream as a stepping stone at Takeover. All right, next is Kushida versus Tony Nese, and the bell sounds, and Nese wants to talk some shit, but he's kicked in the face. Some more kicks, and one to the left arm. Nese holds on to the ropes and lands a throat drop, a throat chop, then a slingshot on the throat as well. Nese pulls out Kushida, but he's sent into the ring post left shoulder first. Back in the ring, more kicks to the left arm, and Nese counters putting Kushida into a pump handle, but Kushida holds on to the left arm and hyperextends it, slamming Nice to the mat. Kushida again drives the arm into the mat and then grabs Nice's hands and stomps the fuck out of him. Nice is almost motionless, but is woke up by the whole hoverboard lock and taps out. The lights go all, uh, the lights turn purple and Velveteen Dream asks, will a real Kushida please stand up? It doesn't matter which Kushida shows up because the spotlight will be too big for him and Dream says he always works better under the brightest spotlight and he'll see him on Sunday. And not only fuck you Chuck for this uh, King Cobra, fuck the cancel culture and Velveteen Dream is still here. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, give it definitely two grams of fire. Yeah. Um, my take on this match is less about Kushida and more so about what do we do with Tony Nese? Oh, man. That's a good question. A lot of talent, but we see he's just being used as enhancement talent. I mean, is that what we're just going to do with him? Because, I mean, there is a need for enhancement talent, but is there anything else? Because to me, he doesn't have uh, any talk game. No, look at my abs. Look at... Yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. Um... I mean, it could work if you if you actually book. You yeah. know, I mean, the Scott Steiners, the Chris Masters. I mean, there's so many guys that went on the Adonis tip. You yeah. know, what I'm saying with it. Yeah. So it's not like it can't work. It just needs to be pushed to the forefront. Yeah. It needs to be booked. It needs to have a storyline. It needs to be reason why we care about his abs. You know, what I'm saying 
We need to do that. But we also understand that everybody can be a star, and there is a need for enhancement <clears throat> talent you can, as well. You can be like before Dolph was just. We known Dolph was just going to be an enhancement talent. Even the time that you know before we they just we they really gave up and fans really gave up on him. Which one was he back in the day, Mikey from the Spirit Squad? Right, he came a long way. Right, but that whole uh, first United States run, yeah. um, the whole time he had the Money in the Bank briefcase. They like, did that dumb shit. Then they try to repackage Dolph Ziggler when WWE is infamous for if something isn't broke, they try to fix it. Mm-hmm. And that shit lasted for a week because he went back and dyed the blonde hair again and just considered uh, just to continue that uh, the, the bleach blonde yeah. perfectionist as he was. Um, but yeah, so I, I, would, I just want to know what we're going to do with Tony Nese. I'm very amped for this uh, Kushida Velveteen dream match. I think it's going to be great. It'll be a clash of two different styles. Oh yeah, and that's what's gonna you know bring it out. Uh, it's definitely a who pick them. Uh, I don't kind of don't know where you go. I can't believe I'm about to finish this forty. I can't. I don't know where you go with Velveteen and Kushida. I'm still kind of undecided about my pick. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, we'll we'll give our predictions. Uh, of course. In a, in, a, in a few minutes. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, did I, did I rate that? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, uh, shit. Nine! <laughs> yeah, this get, this also gets a Michelob Ultra. Ultra! I think, I think we put it right. On a Killer Instinct side of the game. Yeah. I, Glacius. I, I, Glacius. Cinder! <laughs> I think we pretty much summed it up, uh, our discussion as, uh, as 420 talked about it, he pretty much said what I was going to say. Uh, just looking forward to the match, man. Looking forward to the match. And uh, moving on, Grimes don't give a shit about Cameron Grimes. Get a meal, baby. Yeah. Woo! And he don't give a shit about Ridge Holland as he's looking for William Regal, but finds Dexter Loomis. I got Reefus. He asked Loomis, does he know hey, where hey, Regal hey. is? I got reefers. I got reefers. I got reefers. Hey, 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 hey. I got reefers. I got reefers. I got reefers. Hey, 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 hey. I'm over here. My face is numb. I got reefers. I I keep on putting my glasses on and taking them off. (laughs) Shit's crazy around here, man. I'm just just glad the AC is cold. (laughs) I'm, I'm glad that's happening. Okay. Right. Yeah, but uh, he asked Loomis, does he know where Regal is with no answer in sight? And Grimes calls him a freak, but correction, Dexter Loomis is a creep. Yeah. Yeah, good to see Dexter Loomis back, man. Uh, I, th- I think he's been missing the last few weeks. I, man, I was so glad to have a creep back on the show. I was like, man, I've been yeah. missing this saying that he's a creep. Yeah, yeah, just creeping when he creeping. He back and he gon' strangle Cameron Grimes. Cause he a creep. Yeah. They call him Dexter Loomis. I guess they playing off that old USA show. Whoa. Ooh. 
creeps around and creep around when he creeping. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you hear that song on your radio station now, on whatever streaming service that you listen to, you think of Dexter this Loomis. song has been fucked up courtesy of 420 and 211. On hey, Hops. and turn buckles. Like this song sounds creepy now. I don't. I didn't know that it could be. Yeah. All right, man. Adam Cole is in the ring and says, "Baby," and says for three years, undisputed era has been around and they've dominated. The prophecy came. But then ended winning and losing all of the titles in NXT. And people said they changed, but ain't shit changed. Ain't they are shit first. Changed, what a chicken wife. Okay, they are first to win the war games and has dominated the brand. He asked Austin Thurry <laughs> to bring his ass down to the ring and say what he said to O'Reilly in his face. Out comes Thurry, who is hesitant to get in the ring. And Cole says Thurry can get in the ring or get fucked up by Undisputed Era if he stays on the outside. Theory enters the ring and we've got a match. Third. So it's Austin Third, Third. versus Adam Cole. Baby. Yeah. Theory rushes Cole but gets a chop in a forearm from pillar to post. He gets stomped into the corner and takes a knee and a big boot. Big boot. <clears throat> oh, shit. On the rig side of the game. Oh, man. All right. Netbreaker, oh, a big boot on the ropes. Netbreaker on Theory, followed by another forearm, and Theory holds the ropes, escaping a pump kick, and goes to the outside, taunting Cole, who follows him out, and he gets the pump kick anyway. Theory's head is bounced off the apron and is ran into the steps. Back in the ring, Cole kicks Theory in the head from the outside. Netbreaker on Theory for a quick kick out. Cole lands a suplex on Theory. Oh, God, man. That fucking mall. Who was paying the price? Drop kick on uh, in the corner into the midsection of Theory, whose left leg was also damaged in the middle rope. Fisher's chin lock on Theory, who is back to his feet. Not for long as he's dropped with an elbow. Theory is sent into the corner, getting another forearm, and Theory reverses Cole's Irish whip into the opposite corner, but is sent into the apron. Shoulders into the midsection of Cole. Uh, then Theory flips inside and lands a drop kick on Cole for two. After the break, we find Cole in the corner getting stomped on, and another stomp to the chest and now a cross face from Theory. Backbreaker on Cole and then a standing moonsault for a two. Theory runs into an elbow and a kick in the corner. Clothesline and an elbow on Theory then a pump kick. Another kick to the head then a backstabber for a two. Another pump kick then the knee to the back of the head of Theory and a cover for a near fall. Theory grabs the legs of Cole, but he's kicked off, and Cole goes for a Panama sunrise, but it's turned into a sunset flip. Theory powers out and lands a kick to the back of the head of Cole. Blue Thunderbomb for another near fall, and it's a forearm exchange, and Theory lands an elbow after following Cole into the ropes, but Theory flies into a fucking super kick. Shit! Theory is on an apron who drops Cole on the ropes felt first, and Theory flips back into the ring into another super kick, knee to the back of the neck, and then the last shot for the win, and Adam Cole is bigging up Cal O'Reilly as I'm definitely interested in the unknown later on tonight. Bro, I'm trying to tell you. The unknown I, about that world title match. I was thinking about that shit, but, but go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> um, I like the way they... Uh, it seems like uh, they're letting Theory pay his dues. So, in a good way. In a good like, way. It doesn't look like he's getting buried. No, no, no. But, so uh, definitely, uh, definitely two grams. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot. I love how 
NXT doesn't have a lot of sainted. You know, they, they give us a lot of fresh matches. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the bigger and better things about this. Mm -hmm. And if they do give you a continuation of a feud, it's it's definitely worth the rewatch. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like what they're doing with Theory. Like this, like I said, I would like... A, a, almost like... With Theory, I kind of want an aesthetic change more than yeah. anything. I kind of like, you know... I guess more he, he more of his feuds and more um, story building with him will en envelop more character. Yeah, I like the entrance, man. I guess it's safe to say <laughs> this motherfucking drunk. I guess it's safe to say that I'm I'm hey, hey. I'm feeling pretty good. He got that hops on that on the on the. Uh, Oh God! Side of me. <laughs> so fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> fuck you, Chuck. I mean, shit, man. Uh, yeah, this gets uh, the Coors Light with a blue mountain. Okay. Mountains are blue. Um, and uh, I, I want to make mention that yeah, we had discussions back then, and I, as I'm sitting there watching this match, I'm like. Okay, if Kyle O'Reilly, if what I think may happen happens on TakeOver tonight, insert uh, Austin Theory, who I guess that makes sense, that Adam Cole's filling him out, you know, mm -hmm. to see how far he could go. And uh, Austin Theory becomes a new member of Undisputed Era and exits Kyle O'Reilly to do his own thing. And then we have this Do we get a thumbs up, thumbs down? Huh? Do we get a thumbs up, thumbs down? Hey, well. Do we get a, 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 a Randy Orton exodus from... Uh, I could see it. I could see evolution. it. The evolution. But I don't know if... I, man, it's hard to say if Bowers is going to retain the title or Kyle O'Reilly pulls off, uh, pulls off, you know, the upset. And then, the, and then if we and if we do have Finn Balor lose the title, yeah, what does that mean for Finn Balor? NXT UK Championship. He continues to feud with Walter as light like he was going into WrestleMania. Oh, about character change. Uh, you lost on your first title defense. I don't think it'll be a character change. Like I guess they 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 would sit there and hold that mutual respect, and then Balor takes off to the UK to take on Walter. That would give that brand that that it needs. It does. Like they they're missing. Like they already have like a top heel in Walter. All they need is that top baby face, and Balor is that answer. Yeah, and you throw uh, him <laughs> and um, uh, Dragonoff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that being a top. I mean, plus, then you got Tyler Bate. I, yeah. I, I want to see Tyler Bate. I want to see him and Pete Dunne go at it. That's oh, what I want. Still, there's still Pete Dunne out there. Man. I want Pete Dunne to come back to the fucking states yeah, that's what the, I the, want the bruise away is yeah. definitely being missed over here in the states but once again as I as I was saying man the unknown is definitely that. that's my biggest question but man they said that Austin Theory is 240 pounds he, he doesn't he, look it but, he was crazy that dude's big as hell I mean he doesn't look it but I guess from muscle mass yeah. and all that because he didn't look he didn't look a lot bigger, bigger than Adam Cole in a match you know, yeah, he kind of. I mean, that's just slightly, cool. but I I couldn't really see the difference because I mean they're, they're very similar, I guess, in height or whatnot. But um, Cole has got height where he doesn't have arm mass. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't understand why he don't at least try to get 
Get some shit with my baby arms. But, I mean, honestly, with his ring work, it's like... I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we're, pit, we're, we're nitpicking. We're nitpicking, yeah. for sure. Um, Yeah, moving on. Sarah Shlamby. is with Priest and Eero. Eo and Priest says tonight is a preview of TakeOver with the rock stars of NXT. And Eo says, Priest isn't bad. <laughs> Kaden, she gonna go split. <laughs> Kaden Carter versus Ia Lee, and she is proud of them tracks as whoever did them shits did a good damn job. Right? I can't tell the difference. She got Lee feeling herself. Yeah. Okay. Match starts and it's a roll up by Lee and a kick out. Carter as well, and it's a battle for the covers. Some uh, chain wrestling and another cover for uh, from Carter for a two. Bottom rope kick for a two as Lee exits the ring. She grabs the legs of Carter, dropping her to the mat and spins her ass around into a forearm. Nice spot. Lee then pulls her out all the way out to the floor, and Lee is back in the ring, stomping out Carter. A cover for a two. Lee with some knees and a kick to the midsection and a cover and another and another and another. And another. Yeah, for no avail. Carter throws Lee into the corner with her legs, chops, and forearms in a cover, but prefers a kick to the face for a two. Sunset flip on Carter for a two, but once again, the most deadliest. Undisputed. Okay, we're, we're, we're out of order, so I guess I'll say undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Move in all of WWE history. The Smash Roller. Yeah. Uh, and it reigns supreme. I mean, it definitely reigns supreme. And Isaiah Lee, after the match, pushes down Carter and Casey Catanzaro wants answers, but Lee ain't having none of that bullshit. At all. Give her a grandma some fire. Okay. I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, I like to see, I like the, that Isaiah Lee is getting a um, character. That's you know. It's time. She had. She always got decent ring work. Yeah. And I see them. Um, they're gonna kind of gouge a little bit of NXT in this draft. Yeah. I can see uh, a couple people leaving. Yeah. And we can talk about that at. Uh, I guess in this sh- review. I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Want a review? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Wanna, we're going there review. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Want to talk about how people gonna get moving, right? Dip shows. This is Stewie. <laughs> this is Stewie impression. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I guess another Michelob Ultra. Ultra. On a killer instinct, glacier side of the game. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying. I guess the the the. Evolution of Caden Carter and Casey Cazzaro. Team Little Bit. Team Little Bit. I must say, like, I'm enjoying their evolution because uh as if you if you look back, I guess it's safe to say we have some sort of an archive considering this is episode twenty-two. Yeah, dude. If you look back into the earlier archives, we didn't want to have shit to do with these two, but man, like every week I see them and they're on TV, man. Like I'm watching and I like whatever's going on. Like you, you can, you can see their growth, and you can see right now, uh, Sami Zayn about to blast Adrian Neville. Now call Pot in the head, but he's hesitant because he's a babyface and he's not the liberator at this moment as this main event goes on. But back to this match, uh, Zia Lee, um, it's time. It's time. Uh, as you it's time! It's... Vader! 
R.I.P. to Big Van Vader. Um, yeah, Zali, it's it's definitely time. It's definitely time for her to get her identity. Uh, she, I, I believe, she should definitely undergo the Io Shirai treatment. And you have somebody there. You have somebody that can go to either Raw or SmackDown. She's going to get pulled up, and she will be someone that people notices and should be taken very seriously. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, okay, we're going to keep it moving. Wow. What an ending. What yeah. an ending to this takeover. Sami Zayn has just hit Adrian Neville with what the hello, geek. But also, what happens after this is something that we didn't see coming, but we knew that somehow this may happen. But we didn't think it was going to happen mm-hmm. because the credits rolled. Uh, and yeah, uh, if you haven't watched this takeover and you're not, uh, if you're not hip to NXT, uh, you definitely need to watch uh, I say from what is this 2014 yep. 2014 and on and you will understand why that we hold NXT to a higher caliber to a lot of stuff that goes on, on the, in WWE alright um, it's the sit down as Shawn Michaels moderates the face off between Kyle O'Reilly and the champ Finn Balor and they shake hands and Balor congratulates O'Reilly on his victory last week and he respects him as a competitor and his accomplishments and he's looking forward to take over O'Reilly says the feeling is mutual uh, Sean says they're seeing the best Balor in NXT but he's facing uh, maybe the best kept secret in wrestling and Balor doesn't think he's a secret at all as O'Reilly has proven himself as a tag team specialist and all over the world as a single competitor O'Reilly says Balor is good at stroking his own ego and he's a fighting champion even when defeat is certain Balor asks O'Reilly uh, is O'Reilly going to show up by himself and O'Reilly says this Sunday is an undisputed era it's about O'Reilly's moment and I myself hold that in mind if Cole and others show up tonight because I, I was listening to that you know this is an O'Reilly moment mm-hmm. so that yeah keep that in mind Sean asks if there will be any friction between Cole if he wins the title and O'Reilly shoots that down. Balor says he's going to slap the wrinkles, uh, the freckles off of the face of O'Reilly and there will be no room for jokes and he's proven himself for 20 years. O'Reilly also says this isn't just the biggest match of his career but his biggest moment. He says no one loses their first title defense and they call O'Reilly an underdog but that's bullshit and this Sunday the so-called tag team specialist is going to get that job done. Byler says O'Reilly has all it takes to become champion if it was on someone else but it's on the Prince Finn Balor. Yep cool I'm ready for it. Um, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, me too. Well, what else can be said? Like I'm, I'm just paying, I'm just paying attention to to whatever this finish is. Like yeah, we're like thirty minutes away from from the start of no twenty minutes away. So we still got SmackDown to cover, and we'll be uh, of course giving you the review as soon as we finish watching NXT. Yeah, and uh, yeah, before I forget, because I almost forgot, because I'm over here feeling a little slizzard. Slipping those. I'm going to address NKB. Meltzer, because he gave a four-star rating to the main event last week. I was listening to the show. I was like, this motherfucker slipped in a four-star. <laughs> you were supposed to hear that. <laughs> you were not supposed to hear that. Yeah, NKB Meltzer over here. Over here. Hey, fuck out of here. Over here. Fuck out of here. Get out of here. Fuck out of here. 
Anyway, I need to feel I'm feeling wavy. I'm feeling wavy. I'm feeling wavy. Just let me be wavy. Just let me be wavy. Man, Hayes Hops. Hayes Hops. Hayes Hops and Cumberbuckles. Yeah. And a turn up. But the beach just goes black. And the sprouts. All right, man. It's time for the take old predictions. Oh, no. We got the... Yeah, we have it, but the way I have it is the way the show was watched. They put, they lined up the whole card, so we do the predictions. Then we go into the main event. Oh, okay, okay. He's, he over, he over here as my my homie Mervin Johnson say, you over here boning. Cause we don't see no C's around here. <laughs> no, actually, I got Pete, and I'm trying to finish. <laughs> when I finish this cup, oh my god! All right, uh, so. Um, Run it down the frame. All right. Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship. Okay. So, another thing how I want to, I don't think, do you want to, we need to have a tiebreaker in an event of a tiebreaker. So, what would you want to say would it be in an event of a tiebreaker? Well, I mean. You want to say match order? But I kind of think we already know how the match order is going to be. It was only five matches. I mean, I don't necessarily think that if if one loses, then that's when the stipulation happens. I think we, we've we been doing good with the stalemates and us going, you know, us tying it up. So when whenever one loses, that's when whatever happens. All right. Yeah. All right. Um... What a celebration. Going Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. Okay. And this is where we differ. Hey, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Finn Balor. I can see him going for uh, for whatever he's trying to do and Adam Cole uh, or whoever screwing him over. I can see that happening. Um also because of it, man, look at who's in there. It's Dana Brooke. Buddy Moifey? Uh, it's FTR? I see uh, Solomon Crowe, better known as now. Angelo Dawkins. Yeah, we got Angelo Dawkins. Man, it's a who's who in this ring, man. Is that a, a short haired. Uh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, Sammy, I know. Is that a short haired. Damn, uh, what, Elias? Yeah. Jeez, Kevin KO is in the ring? Wow. All right. Wait, man. No, I told you not to put no shit on. It's it's Enzo Amore and So you said you said you saying Finn? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm saying Finn definitely uh definitely retains and yeah. What you got for the next? Isaiah Swave Scott versus Santos Escobar for the cruiserweight title. Um, I'm saying Santos. Saying Santos retains. Well, with that promo, I honestly don't think it's enough for Isaiah Swerve Scott to uh, to go on. So I'm agreeing with you. Santos Escobar uh, retains. Velveteen Dream versus Kushida. Uh, I find I find a way to put Velveteen Dream still in the winning circle. I'm gonna go with Kushida. Just because you don't, you don't, uh, you don't 
Premier a uh, more vicious Kushida if he's not going to go over. All right. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest for the North American Championship. Hmm. I think uh, it's the Gargano way. I agree. All the way. I'm in agreement. So that, 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 that puts me with Io Shirai. Pixie retain, uh, takes that title too. I'm in agreement as well. Uh, like if they're gonna pull the trigger, they need to pull pull the trigger now. If they're gonna make it happen, so as we see, we have a difference in opinions on the on, on the NXT Championship match as well as the Velveteen Dream versus Kushida. So, <laughs> uh, to me, it feels like this one: somebody's gonna win and yeah. somebody's gonna lose. Somebody's definitely gonna lose. All right, man, it's Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae versus Damian Priest and Io Shirai. Priest and Io disrobe and storm the ring and get some shots in. The Garganos escape settling shit down. The bell sounds as Priest and Gargano kicks it off. Gargano uses his speed, sticking and moving, but Gargano eats a big boot. Big boot! From Priest, who is now working on Gargano in the corner. Sidewalk slam on a Gargano who rolls into his corner. Io gets the tag, which uh, which has to bring in LeRae. They scrap it up, and LeRae sends Io in the corner, but gets a foot. Roll up on EO for a two, but EO lands a flapjack, then a low drop kick. Gargano goes, uh, comes in and to stop EO, and Priest comes in and kicks Gargano, sending him into the same corner as Array. Splash on Gargano, then a double knees from EO into uh, Array. The Garganos are on the outside, and EO is standing on the shoulders of Priest, who dives on the Garganos. That was a dope spot. It was, and it was, uh, it was commercial. <laughs> back from break, EO is fighting back to her feet. But is again dropped by LaRay who taunts her. Shote from EO, then a German suplex. Priest tags in and then it is all over Gargano. Clothesline from Priest, then a splash in the corner. Broken arrow for a two. Priest goes for a racist edge, but Gargano breaks out. Kick to the corner on Priest. Tornada. Flapjack on Priest, who sends back some kicks, but he's insecure, but EO gets a tag. Springboard drop kick on Gargano from EO, and EO takes down LeRae, who is now in the crossface. Gargano pulls LeRae to the ropes. Priest out to the outside, goes for the south of heaven, but gets a socket kick from Gargano instead. EO lands a shote on Gargano, but LeRae uh, rolls up EO in a small package for a two face, mm, face plant. Then a senton on EO, but LeRae misses the moonsault and takes a backbreaker. And EO going to the top for a moonsault, but Gargano pushes LeRae outside of the ring. And Priest gives Gargano a bell clap, then a cyclone, a cyclone kick. Moonsault on Gargano, and Priest tags in, going for the reckoning. And LeRae kicks Priest and the Jimmy, so there probably won't be any after party tonight. <laughs> EO chases LeRae on the outside and gets in some shots, but it's a one final beat DDT on Priest for the win and EO back in the ring goes for Gargano and gets the backstabber from LeRae leaving them both laying. Oh my god, you remember this? Mm-hmm. We're seeing as the credits roll and KO was celebrating with his friend Sami Zayn after he won the NXT title and he gets a powerbomb to the apron in his left land. Man, you put on this shit, man. Mm-hmm. You, um, Dope match, giving two and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, NKB uh, Meltzer over here. Yeah, two and a half stars. Um, uh, no, of course, I give it two and a half grams. Uh, my pick of the night. Uh, who? Your pick? 
Oh, my roach clip. Oh, sir, that's NKB Meltzer. I told you. Sorry, sorry. My roach clip of the night. Um, (laughs) What happened to be the Adam Cole Austin Theory match? How about you, sir? Uh, Well, hey, uh, first of all, this match right here. Another Nickelodeon Ultra. Ultra! <laughs> On the Killer Instinct Glacious out of the game. Yeah, man. I, this was nothing but a prelude to what we already predicted was going to go on tonight. And also, man, my last shot, I must say, <sighs> is Shotzi Blackheart surviving that spill uh, in her match against Dakota Kai. Okay, and that was your end. XT review on episode 22. Nope. Yeah. 22. Double deuce. We'll be right back with the show of the week. Smack a dog. Hayes. Hops. And turnbuckles. I kill you. Everybody dies. And welcome back to <laughs> Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles. Yes, I am a conqueror. I am a conqueror. Conqueror! Because I successfully finished the whole 40. I said I was just going to do a cup, but because I wanted to show that I'm a man of my word. And he ain't no beat. At all, I went ahead and finished that motherfucker. But now I'm hitting this water so I can sober back up a little bit. Alright. So we are now on the NXT port. No, 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 we're not. We're on SmackDown because this week SmackDown was the best show. Yeah, so we of did the it, week. We did it this week. Mondays Wednesdays, Wednesdays and, and- Fridays. Yeah, so I guess instead of it being a gold brand, a brand and long brand, I will say this is the blue I say before before we begin, we are watching NXT Takeover Brooklyn, which was an excellent show. This has this the first one. This has my favorite women's match of this all the time. One. This the first Bailey versus Sasha Banks for hey. the NXT Championship, and hey. it, it's hey, uh, what's that? This the first one. Yeah, indeed. And we're seeing like what the first match was: uh, Tyler Breeze versus. Uh, yes, and now we're seeing like man, I, I, this, this is just true testament where we uh, you show that Paul Levesque knows how to book people at their finest because we see the Vaude villains and people were interested. People gave a fuck. Yeah, you can't find either one of them right now. Well, I think uh, I think Simon Gotch was last seen in MLW, and I don't I don't know where uh, Aiden English is at. But goddamn, right? Goddamn. Wow. Damn, thick Alexa Bliss. Yeah, when she turned heel. Damn, Alexa Bliss was thick. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's uh it's Moifey and who was it? And Blake and Moifey with yeah. Alexa Bliss. 
This is before uh, Alright uh, Gunner came out fucked up Blake's career. Yeah. Now, now, now he want to talk about Jeebus every week on Twitter. Who? Uh, <laughs> Gunner. Gunner. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's Damn, Riker. motherfucking Alexa was thick as hell. Yeah, he, he, he went that route with it. But anyways, we have a show for you, which was the top show of this week. Uh, it's yeah, Smack- under day. Yeah, man. It's SmackDown. And uh, once again, are you ready for a battle show? That's why I watch SmackDown. Yeah, man. That's why this one was moved to the end. Okay. All right. The results. Jay Uso defeats AJ Styles. Otis defeats John Morrison. Sheamus defeats Chad Gable. Matt Riddle and the Lucha House Party defeats King Corbin, Cesaro, and she's Nakamura. She's staying Nakamura. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, the Tribal Chief and Paul Heyman kick off the show with some pyro and shit. As tonight, he is here for the crowning. Red carpet and all for this occasion. And Paul says you're going to have to forgive him this evening because he's a little nervous. He's known Chief and his family since the day he was born. He has always looked forward to this actual moment because they all knew that this was destined to happen. They are all here tonight to declare Roman Reigns as the tribal chief and not all, not just the chief of his family, SmackDown or WWE, the entire universe. And that's why it's necessary that... That Chief is your WWE Universal Champion. They're going to set the stage appropriately with respect and from the high paramount Samoan Chief Peter Maivia, from Uncle Arthur to Chief's own father, Sika, Paul Hens, the Chief, the Mike. And Chief doesn't want Paul to call him the Chief because Jay didn't call him the Chief. Jimmy called him Chief, but Jay wouldn't acknowledge him. And he calls for Jay to come out here and he's in a head bandage, but did you see any blood at the clash? I did not. Okay, but we can ignore that shit because this shit is awesome. Nonetheless, Jay says he doesn't know this Roman. He's supposed to be his cousin, his blood, his family, but at the clash, Chief showed his true colors, but so did Oos. He admits Chief beat his ass, but didn't break Oos's spirit, and if Jimmy didn't throw that towel in, that championship would have been his. And Chief looks deep in thought and asks, does Oos think he's proud of what he did? That was his worst night of Chief's career, and professionally and personally. He was trying to do Oos a favor by helping him out, putting him in the main event, putting his name in the big bright lights on the marquee, and he wanted to give him a payday for his wife and kids, and he loves Oos more than his own brother, Jimmy. Like Oos, he says he's day one, and Oos has been there his whole life, and all Chief wanted to do was raise him up, and all Oos has to, had to do was acknowledge him as the tribal chief. From the day he was born, this has been his birthright, not because it was given to him, but because he worked his ass off, and Oos has seen the whole way. All Chief wanted was to represent his family to the fullest and share the main event with Oos, and what did he do? He disrespected him. He embarrassed him and the whole family, and Oos broke his heart. Chief asked is the title more important and he's got it at hell in a cell but this match will have the highest stakes that any match had in history of the WWE and he hugs it out with Ooh saying if he was him he wouldn't accept this fucking challenge because it will be some real consequences the chief exits and Ooh says this shit is on yeah I'm all I mean come on dude it's it's, it's Roman Reigns Jey Uso Ed fucking Paul Heyman in the ring at the same time. Believe it. It's great. 
Uh, I'm all about it. I'm all about hopefully in this uh, Hell in a Cell match. Um, I would like Ford to pan out to being to being the Samoan Dynasty uh, revamp, rebook, uh, however they name it, um, and yep. the Usos get a push out of that um, online with Roman Reigns. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, what more can I say? Invested one hundred percent, man. Like the promos and I'm invested. Just, I'm just fully invested. Just how said is that blue pants in the corner of yeah. uh, Wow. Well look at that. Look at blue pants. Um uh, she was named Blue Pants and got over it. <laughs> NXT. <laughs> but man, also another thing getting over is this 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 whole program. Uh once again I I, I didn't I I can't say I wasn't invested. I just wasn't for sure about Jay Uso, but man, watch out! Jay Uso is carving his own path, and man, he said at first he didn't never want to not be a tag team without Jimmy. But who's to say they can be singles competitors and also tag team? Right? Why not? Why not? But uh, ASAP enters and asks, "Is this Luau over?" <laughs> Darn, he missed it. Doesn't really matter who's at the end of the table and has the most chicken bones. <laughs> Not really. And Oos uh, matters to ASAP, and he doesn't want to see him taking an ass whooping again like that. And he should give a more qualified opponent. Let the chief be the chief. Sacrifice and go uh, and go if he has to and they all know Jimmy is a better athlete and Ooh should go on being a run in the family and this sets Oos the fuck off as he dies on ASAP who tries to escape to the outside but gets caught with a flying chop from Oos and Ace, uh, AJ Styles versus Jay Uso and the bell rings and ASAP says Runt doesn't like the truth yeah you got him right he doesn't like the truth uh, and yeah I, I, I would call him like our truth you know what and speaking of it speaking of which he's a Runt that's why I'm calling him AJ, uh, AJ Uso. Yeah, he's, he's AJ. He's AJ. Yeah, he's my little runt. And he's in my family now, and I love him, but I'm fine. I'm not. <laughs> but, when I, but when I come home, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to come in there, and when he said, can you cut the lights off, Daddy? And I said, yeah, and I'm going to read my bedtime story because he's my son. Yes, I like Charlotte's web. I mean, that spider, I love her. But, and I cried like a baby uh, when, when, when she went on, went, on, went on to the spider web in heaven uh, at the end of it. But he anyway. said he don't like Charlotte's web. He said he want me to read him a Moana. I said, I don't have that. We don't have them alcoholic drinks no, in my I- house. <laughs> <laughs> I've had I had several Moanas in my life. I tell you, it didn't end up it ended up like Dotman 211 over here laying on his goddamn couch. Uh uh with that King Cobra. Yeah. Getting get, get kicked out of local bodegas. <laughs> Not able to go into the store anymore. Yeah, he got to send, got to send four twenty in there. He got to make, he got to make double the purchases of the Swisher Sweets. Yeah, he can't go in Chee-Chee's or Western Sizzler or none of them fine restaurants. But four twenty can't. Everybody love four twenty. Put them up there. Yeah, and so do I. I so so do I. Mac Beard over here. I'm gonna put it up right along with with a. What is it? ASAP? ASAP AJ? ASAP AJ. ASAP AJ. I'm gonna put it up right along with him. Here we go. What? <laughs> yeah, he calls Jay a runt and he doesn't like the truth and he shouldn't fight when he's angry. ASAP in control, but Oops returns a strike, then a scoop slam and headbutt 
on the ground of ASAP, but after which Jay misses ASAP in the corner. Snapmare, then a kick to the back of Oost, then another to the front. Knee drop on Oost for a two count. ASAP chokes Oost on the bottom rope and then slingshot into the bottom throat first. Jawbreak on ASAP, but he returns a flurry of strikes followed by an ASAP clash attempt and that is countered into a face plant and a clothesline over the top rope. Oost goes for a dive, but into a kick. Oost is, hand, is hanging on to the middle rope as ASAP grabs him in the suplex position and walks him to the announcer's desk and then drops him. Nice shit. That was nice. Mm -hmm. All right, back from break, of course. Oost with a roll up for a two, then a back break on Oost for a near fall. ASAP continues the assault. Chin lock on Oost, who's back to his feet. Now in the corner, ASAP misses. Oost with a kick to the midsection, then a shot to then, uh, and then an uppercut. And Jay runs into the corner into a big boot. Big boot. Of ASAP, but Oost lands a pop-up, some more and drop. Oost is fired up and lands a neck breaker for a near fall. Oost waiting in the corner, misses a super kick, but gets Pele kick from ASAP, then gives a knee to the back of the neck of an uh, for another near fall. Another ASAP clash attempt, but that's countered as Oost tosses ASAP to the outside, but he lands on the apron. <clears throat> Ooh shit! Uh, Oos insegures uh, ASAP off the apron, then lands a dive on ASAP to the outside. Oos goes for a splash, but ASAP has the knees up. ASAP goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Oos kicks the ropes, causing ASAP to land on the ropes ribs first, followed by a super kick to the back, super kick to the face, and Oos lands the splash on ASAP. And it's rare, but I agree with Michael Cole. This is indeed a big win for Oos as he focuses on the tribal chief. For hell in a cell. Nice fucking work. Uh, definitely two and a half grams of fire. Uh, the right person won. There was no reason for AJ to win. Yep. Um, AJ can just go. He's Teflon. He's and, AJ. And he's just lost in the condom title. Yep. He's going on. He's on a losing streak to prepare for some type of uh, character change or some type of wrinkle in some type of new development story in the yep. story of AJ Styles. Yep. Um, so we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, um, shit, man. God, man, I've got. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to get me another 12 pack of Michelob Ultra. Ultra. That, I mean, since since NXT and now smacking down. Uh, this this is another uh Michelob Ultra, man. Great match, uh, as four point four twenty said. Right person won. Um, I'm highly invested in Oos and what he could do as a singles competitor. I want to see what he can do, even perhaps in the Intercontinental Title picture. Oh, yeah. That's if he stays on SmackDown, as we know the Raw, uh, well, the, the 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 draft is is coming up. Who who knows? We may see Jimmy and Jay get split. Yeah, like who who knows? But man, yeah, AJ of course. Well, we do know. Where the poo poo goes, so does the dog that's sniffing it. Yeah, they did. Okay, and uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, well, it's a great match, great match. But moving on, uh, and it, well, I will add this. AJ, I think he definitely needs something uh, as a, for a long. Pro I think he's due for some type of long program since mm -hmm. he's. It seems like you know he's done with the IC championship uh, for now. But I mean, he can eventually go for that world title. Yeah, I, mean. I do think he needs to be put back in that top tier of uh, of talent. You know, when it comes to the world title picture. All right, Sami Zayn is dripping gold as he kept the other belt as well, and he says he knows that everyone is expecting him to gloat, being recognized as the undisputed Intercontinental Champ. He's full of emotions of resentment and anger because what he had to go through just to defend what was his all along, and his anger was originally directed at management. But the more he thought about it. 
the people are to blame. No one said a fucking thing as they went along for the ride. And surprise, it's Sami Zayn once again doing the right thing. The Great Liberator is going to do what they should have with a fraudulent championship. And it's in the trash of history. Hilarious. What needed to be done. Dope. All of the above. Great everything. Evolution of Sammy fucking Zayn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even his ring work. Yeah. I mean, I think he has to work with, uh, you know, as he ages. Like, he knows that he can't go for those big spots like he used to. So yeah, he saves him. Yeah, so this work right here, this is... This makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, John Mor- Morrison versus Otis. And I don't care. Do you care? I mean, I'm going to actually say it was, like, some of the better offense from... Uh, Tucky! No, that was Otis. Yeah, I always just say Tucky for Tucky. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't care about this storyline. I don't care about this I mean, I'm just kind of ready think. to see how they're going to play this out, who's going to end up. I mean, I'm just ready. I mean, it's cool that at least at least they give him something him to do, but why are y'all still fighting at this point? You know, yeah. it's kind of like yeah. they, they're falling into the same pitfalls as um, the Hurt Business and the, uh, and the niggas. I'll take it even further than, that, uh, further than that. The Riot Squad versus the Iconics. Yep. That's where I'm at with it. That's why I went straight to it. Yeah, a splash on Morrison, Caterpillar, and a big elbow followed by a splash for the win. And damn, Morrison, you came back for this? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, 12. Okay. Okay, K-12. <laughs> he said what he had to say. Yeah, man. Um, Shit. King Cobra. Goddamn. I survived that motherfucker. And I'm still here. And I'm back. Because I got some, I got a drink of water. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I want to beat my chest like King Kong. But still, fuck you, Chuck. I had to roll up a straight blunt. Because I smoked the fuck out of that other one. And it's a straight blunt of Godzilla glue. I don't give a shit. But yeah, man, King Cobra, man, like this shit is, uh, it's, 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 it's worn out. It's welcome. Yeah. Moving on. Shaman versus Chad Gable. The bell sounds and it's a junkie kick miss into a roll up for a two. Sheamus goes to the rope shoulder, uh, shoulder first and it's a German suplex on Sheamus for a two. Gable misses a moonsault and Sheamus lands a, a junkie, junkie kick. Yep. Ooh, and that's why he gets another one. Oh, fucking three to have grams of fire. I love the fact that he was like, fuck you, Gable. Yeah. I'm glad they go to drink. I feel like Gable's about to get repackaged again. Right. He's going somewhere in this draft. Yeah, he definitely he, he, You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know why they just didn't fully align him with Baron Corbin and his. You know, it would have made the most sense. Like, it would have if they ain't doing shit else with them. Yeah. So, yeah. um, uh, would I don't know if you're about to mention it, but it's supposed to be a false count anywhere match. Um, oh Big yeah, e. with Biggie and Biggie uh, in the beginning. If, if he accepts, yeah. So yeah. we'll see if that. I think he did accept. Okay, it's going to be the match next week. Well, book it. Yeah, yeah, book it. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, another ultra. Yeah, a lot, lot of ultras, man. Getting I, I love it. I mean, I mean, you got Sheamus is already way out of Gable's league, and I mean the way they're booking it. I mean, it's not Gable's fault. Gable, but I don't know how. I mean, with Gable's size, and I know, we, you know, I'm not 
just picking on people's size because it is what it is, but it is what it is. You are only can go so far with that. But I'm, uh, well, I, I, I'll, I'll say that in these situations right here, they have to understand that, like as we see the evolution of wrestling and pro wrestling go along, we see that there are more smaller wrestlers that are taking over the forefront. Well, what I'm saying, he doesn't have the character. Like, get, all right, well, you know what I'm saying? He had a character when Adam he was Cole, with American Adam, Alpha. Adam. You, what, ready, willing, and Gable? I mean, yeah. Yeah, but that could have worked. I mean, it could have worked. I mean, I mean, if anything, what they, what they fucked up on, what they missed the ball on, what yeah. they totally missed the ball on, yeah. was not putting him in the position they put Jason Jordan in. Yeah, yeah. That was stupid. Bad idea. From dumb, Bad that, idea. that was dumb from jump. Awful idea. But, yeah, man, Seamus, I think Seamus, if, I don't know where this, this feud with him and Big E goes, but I do think if... If, if, it's a great. I mean, I think it's a great feud. No, I mean, no, no. I'm be, not saying it ain't. But if Sheamus goes over, he definitely needs to be considered as a main eventer going for whatever world title. It's oh, yeah. time. Like, oh yeah, I'm when, definitely ready for. I'm ready. I'm glad Brock Lesnar's gone, and I hope they never bring him back. <laughs> but I would love to see Sheamus and Drew McIntyre go at it. Yeah, we, that's we, what I need to see. Yeah, we we see we see Sheamus is he's working in third gear, full gear. You know, yeah. Coming, recovering from what I wouldn't even I mind seeing Drew really, McIntyre come to SmackDown. I know you don't want to see it again, but I, I, I don't. I don't. I, Drew Mac, so, I mean, the Sheamus, Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre, I'm it, all for it. It definitely has to be strategically moved parts for this thing to work and make it make sense. Is and it, it am, am, I mad, am, am I a bad person when I say I don't want to see Baron Corbin anymore? Hell no, you man, shit. He he can't even get a full review from me anymore. Yeah, all right. Let's let's. Why the straight to the finish? And man, this guy's been stripped down to this, but I guess it's for a worthy cause because of the great storyline involved here. It's the KO show on SmackDown, and he's pumped to be there. Be it that this may be his new home after the draft, so he jumped when management asked him to host because there's someone on SmackDown that he has lots of questions for. He's been paying attention to SmackDown because Raw ain't about shit. (laughs) The person he's talking about is his guest, Alexa Bliss. Kale thanks her for coming, and he has so many questions for her, and he's seen a change in her. It's a shift in her attitude, her anger, and it reminds him of his rival, Alistair Electric Blue. (laughs) Bliss says she doesn't know what he means, and Kale says she ain't the same person she was five years ago in the PC who was cheerful and shit. Lexi says people change and KO should try sometimes. She adds, doesn't KO want to change and be better? KO agrees and he tried to be better. Uh, and, and he's tried to be better himself, but it ain't about him. And he needs to understand the darkness that seems to be taking over. And maybe he can understand Alistair Electric Blue. Lexi says people fear what they don't understand. And has KO ever uh, been around him? It's terrifying and captivating as the same at the same time, and your spine gets so cold when you're in his presence. When he touches you, your whole body goes numb, and it's like touching pins and needles. And when he looks into your eyes, it's like he's looking through you, and you can't look away. Ko has no idea uh, what's what what's that's like, uh, does he? Ko says he doesn't think they're talking about Alistair Electric Blue anymore, are they? And he won't get any answers from her because she's been brainwashed. Lexi agrees, and all the lies have been washed away, and now she sees the truth. She's changed. She's been changed, Kevin. 
She's uh, been cleansed by him, and K.O. says he's, uh, he's here, isn't he? And Lexi says he's everywhere, and she can hear that nigga now. <laughs> Let him in. K.O. moves the furniture and gets ready for a tussle, and he probably is thinking now he should have stayed on Mondays. As the lights shut off, and it's a mandible claw on K.O. from The Fiend as Lexi looks on, and K.O. passes the fuck out, and The Fiend looks at Lexi as she is mesmerized. The Fiend extends his hand and Lexi accepts with a smile. Once again, great fucking job, Alexa Bliss, as well as great job, Bray Wyatt. Uh, I mean, how much more do you want me to jump on this? Kevin Owens needs to go to Raw. I mean, needs go, I mean, needs to go to SmackDown. Okay, I definitely needs to see that. Okay, I need to see, I need to see a program between them two, and you really bring out the real Kevin Owens that we miss. Okay. Because um, he's been changed. He's been changed. Yeah. Right. Uh, finally, Alexa Bliss. And Great deal. Man, it was oh. everything that I wanted Kudos. out of it. It was everything that I wanted. I would just see, I watched the segment twice. Yeah. It was so dope. I watched the segment twice. No more I need to say about it. It's great. A slow build will always yep, get great payoff. Attention. I'm gonna rate. This. It didn't need to wait. It didn't need to be on a pay per view. No. I'm gonna rate the KO show. Yeah. Corona light. Yeah, Corona light. Yeah. God damn, man, this is everything I asked. Also, they couldn't. Uh, KO was frustrated with with creative by not having him nothing to do. But here it is. And my question is: All right, we know that this is gonna prolong the whole Roman Reigns versus the Fiend thing, but. It's so many other. Uh, he does like like we've always said from the get go. Yeah, Fiend could just change everybody. But it's so many until other he get to the title before he even had to even get to the title. There's so many other components added into this as well. Oh, where yeah. does Alistair Electric Blue fit into all of this? Because I kept talking about him, yeah. talking about him. Yeah. Man, just think about if it's Alistair Black just ends up Alistair Black ends up with. The Fiend, and it's Aleister Black, The Fiend, and Alaska Bliss. Anything can be better than what he's doing now. Oh, my God. But, man, when I say I, I think this is by a hair, second tier to what Roman Reigns and Jay Uso and Paul mm-hmm. Heyman are doing, like, they I mean, they're very close, very close. And, man, I, I'm, I'm here for the ride. I'm enjoying all this shit. And I can see, man, that... that I, I, there's no, we say there's no way they can fuck this up, but this is one where I'm like, God, man, this shit is great all around, man. I never talk about Alexa Bliss, but about a little, little cute little girl that prance around the ring, but man, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. All right, Kayla, Kayla, Chopped and screwed on that bit. And uh yeah, okay. Uh he's with Me- uh, she's with Metalik backstage, Lince Dorado and the King of Bros, Matt Riddle, and True. It, and it looks like Kalisto didn't want to partake in the smoker session. I meant the match next. Riddle says that this may be the last time he gets a chance to team up with his new homies, the Lucha House Party, and Lince says Rito, Riddle keeps some fire. <laughs> and positivity <laughs> and negativity will just drag him down so he encourages Riddle to keep fighting the good fight as they make their way to the ring so it's Matt Riddle and the Lucha House Party versus King Corbin Cesaro and shit 
Shit stain Nakamura. She stain Nakamura. Uh, um, yeah, and we've seen a lot of this. We've seen this. You better go to that finish, boy. Yeah, and they've combined these feuds with a six-man tag match, so we'll take it to the finish. Kali- holla, holla, baby. Kaliso, uh, Kalisto, who missed the smoke, I meant the positive talk, uh, seems to be a little upset, which brought him to ringside, and he accidentally kicks Lince Dorado, leaving Cesaro and Riddle in the ring. Final flash and a bro Derek from Riddle for the win. Kaliso comes in the ring wanting to celebrate, but Lince Dorado's high was blown because of that kick. And they argue, uh, and Riddle may have an extra joint to smooth this shit out. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was two bowl packs of fire. I mean, the match, it wasn't a bad match, but it, like you said, I've seen it to death. I'm kind of overseeing these guys. Yeah. Few, so. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, man, this is a high life, man. High like, life. it wasn't bad. It wasn't but it was bad. mediocre because just, we've we seen it, we've seen it time and time and time and time again. And now, okay, we're just going to fuse both feuds, but we're going to give you the same shit. We're still seeing the dissension between the house party, uh, between Kalisto and Lindsay. And I thought that we should already yes, finish so with that. It out. And then uh, King Corbin, I don't give a fuck about King Corbin. Nope. So, I don't know so, what else you can do with that character. And they still they it. still trying to stretch this lead uh, the, the, this feud between him and Matt Riddle that should have been over with last week. So right. yeah, we're gonna move on. Um out comes Sasha Banks to address her actions on the clash. And oh, by the way, that was Carmelo, as we said, saying that that dancing shit is over and she's better than everyone. Uh better than every one of you and she doesn't give a shit what brain she goes to because she's untouchable unless she wants to be so I mean what's kind of good she's kind of taking a little bit of like what Alexa Bliss's character used to be yeah because I mean Alexa Bliss's character's not going to be that anymore it's not going to be the same no I don't want I don't ever want to see the same Alexa Bliss even when she comes back to be like a face, I want to see a toe-down version of the Fiend. Yeah, shift. we need we need that. That's that that I think that's gonna prolong her career. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's gonna stretch her career out. Oh, because I feel like if anything, she can just be a manager. Yeah, if anything, I mean, she can valet. Do, I yeah, explained last week. Like valets, I think, or you don't need all the women to get in the ring and compete, considering that every woman. And I as well as every and I'm I'm telling you right now I want I want them to put the strap on her now. Who? Alexa Bliss. Bliss with the with the whole fiend powers. Give her the title. Uh, I mean, once you're done with the whole Sasha Banks feud yeah. with that, like we'll see where it goes. We don't know if they're gonna be tweeners or babyface or whatever. Once again, we don't know if the fiend and Lexi are going back to Raw. I don't think. So. Don't I don't think. I don't think Fox is letting them go. They don't have Brock. Listen, that's they're not. I don't think they're letting Roman Reigns nor Fiend go anywhere. Yeah, and I don't I, think they're. Let, I think everybody else is up for fucking grabs, but yeah. I don't think Fox. The the, the main. They don't. They don't have. They don't have nobody good return. Who yeah. who, who do they have in return? Who, no, nobody wants Seth Rollins. No, he's not a draw. Uh, Seth. No, we haven't did it all. We haven't did this all. Uh, uh, Roman Reigns came back. He took everybody's thunder, man. I don't know why I give a shit about nothing. Let's Roman Reigns. I'm so glad Roman Reigns is back. And Roman Reigns is bigger than the damn whole all AEW. Do you even know what hey, John Moxley is even doing? Ha <laughs> ha! But you don't, because Roman Reigns is back and he's doing everything. I'll say. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> 
All right, we're bigging up Seth Rollins to pass it. So how does Roman Reigns factor into any of it? Yeah, look at you got listen to the episodes, man. Episodes. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Sasha says, "Does Bailey think uh, her being unclear?" But, okay, oh, hold on. We'll go back to that in one second. But who okay. was in return? Who who do you get in return for either Roman Reigns or a fucking fiend? Who do you get in return? Drew McIntyre is not no. I don't want Drew McIntyre. You don't want to see Orton either. Correct. No. Okay. Um, I mean, Orton is the only fucking person. Orton is the only guy. Yeah, with the one looking young Mandy Rose, she's the only one that made it out of him. Damn. Thing has always been fine. Yep. It's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. I thought for the longest is that look that ain't Luchasaurus, is it? No. Nah. Yeah. Luchasaurus used to be on uh, Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, kind of resembled. That's what I thought it was at first. But um, where, yeah, where were we? Yeah, I don't know who goes. I mean, Orton is doing some of his best fucking work ever. Uh, and I think he, could, he, I think he needs to stay overall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who gets moved around. Man, I'm just gonna have to see. I think it's a lot of mid card shit because I just yeah. don't see. Like I said, I don't. You, SmackDown needs those two acts. Yeah. And, and how would this tarnish the Intercontinental Championship division as well? I can see I, that's the only thing I can see getting moved. And you, man, see you see the hurt business. You see the hurt business. Man, hurt business on SmackDown. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But uh, I don't know if that'll happen considering Retribution, for whatever stupid reason, is only exclusive to the Raw brand. It really makes no sense. That doesn't make no sense to me. But uh, uh, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Sasha says, does Bailey think her being unclear would stop her from beating her down at the clash? She would have thought after all the years of using her, Bailey would have had a backbone. And Bailey's a fucking coward and was using Sasha for her achievements, including the becoming the longest smackdown women's champion in history. She knows Bailey ain't there tonight because she's scared, but come next week, they will get it on for Next week I get on for the title. Uh, all right, when it comes down to her and Bailey, uh, and there's no one there to save her, she don't stand a fucking chance. <sighs> Bitch. So this is not booking with Force One. This okay. is how this will be Pritchett. Okay. It's gonna. Fuck be, is you doing? Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, Sasha's gonna go in. 10 minutes in she's gonna do the Shawn Michaels fall to the knee and pass the fuck out that's what's gonna happen yeah it's gonna get pretty fuck to is death. she doing yeah so and I guess from from people asking like well why is Hell in a Cell being the first match when that should be the blow off that's that's Hell in a Cell to me is like to the point where this feud has went too far. I want you to bleed. We're taking it to the yeah. Side. I don't see what 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 other match do we need to even start with. Yeah, but I guess that's why this match is happening just to shut those up that that are yeah. have any questions about. Well, we gave you this match on SmackDown. Now we have reason to take it to Hell in a Cell. They don't even need to. This match should have just went immediately to Hell yeah. in a Cell. Even though it was bad timing, like I mean, y'all did this. 
I don't see how it was bad. So I mean, it needed to be a blow off. I mean, well, I say because to... there's no one else that really is credible enough to defeat uh, to compete with Bailey, and I don't think they, they was no dog. They 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 pulled this shit off. This shit this this whole feud's been going on for a long fucking time. But as you admitted, this shit could have possibly landed on a WrestleMania. Uh, but if it doesn't happen now, I guess it wouldn't. I, don't know, it, I feel like to me it's almost you guys strike with the iron side. Well, hell in the cell it is. Like I, I'm not in this. I'm not in any disagreement. Well, I mean, <sighs> it's just the way it came about, and I guess you put all the other circumstances in there with hell in the cell being they right just, here. They just to me that they just had so many more tag team defenses yeah. that left in them that they could have could have went through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, shit. Bailey could have lost the title and regained the title, and still been had that feud. Yeah, going. And we often we also discussed on how damn boy, on top of your head, minimum coverage, minimum. And also we that was a great entrance by yeah. by Corbin. Yeah, now he's the king, and I don't care don't care about him at all. Yeah, yeah. NXT. We're still watching NXT in uh, Brooklyn as. We see Baron Corbin about to face Samoa Joe. Yeah, Samoa Joe. But yeah. Um, Joseph. He wasn't from Joe. Samoa. Yeah, he was Joseph from Samoa on, on this shit. Okay. Uh, can we move on? Yep. Okay. Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Championship, and both are showing their after effects of that brutal triple threat ladder match. And I'm surprised all three of these combatants, which includes AJ Styles, worked the match tonight. So after the introduction, the bell sounds and Jeff is hyping up the crowd. <laughs> but Curtis responded by saying, "You know, <clears throat> when you're in that, well, when you're on that shit, you'll start clapping, okay? Because <laughs> ain't nobody in attendance, and I'm keeping an eye on that shit. <laughs> what the fuck is he clapping about? Who with nobody is he there? seeing out there? Who the fuck is it, Phil? You want to explain that shit? He clapping and ain't nobody there. He's just feeling the vibe from the from the people on the screens, man." Just you gotta mellow out, Curtis. Oh, man. is that right, mellow out? Just, what are you doing with yourself? See, I just came over here to Hayes, Hobbs, and Turnbuckles. Oh, yo! So you know what goes on there, right? I was just sitting by, just being a casual viewer. You, you're on the schedule. Watching you're, one of my favorite Jeff Hardy matches. As a matter of fact, you're supposed to be there on Monday, right along with me. So guess what? Guess what? Guess where you going? What's going on there, guy? Hmm, uh, Jeff has a pay us a visit this week. Uh, and guess what? Uh, you will be paying us a visit as well, Phil. Oh, for real? Absolutely. Look, look. look. Jeff Smoke. <laughs> He's turned to a snitch every week, man. God. You need to pick better friends, Jeff. Phil is not your friend, dude, at all. At all. I'm too extreme. <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they lock up and Zane. <laughs> and Jeff. And Zane drives Jeff into the corner. He gets a few shots before the break and then continues to stay. <laughs> He's such a snitch. <laughs> uh, 
And he, continue, he, he continues to stop and stand on Jeff, who now fights out of the corner. Jeff with a headlock, then a shoulder block after the Irish whip. Then Jeff lands a drop kick to the taped up ribs of Zane, now in the corner. Dre- Jeff drives his shoulder into the ribs from pillar to post, and Zane escapes to the outside, but he's tossed back in, but Zane takes control. Jeff blocks going into the top turnbuckle, but the padding is mysteriously missing. Jeff gets a backdrop on Zane, then a baseball slide into the announce table, and Jeff runs and leaps off the steps, but crashes into the barricade and a commercial. Back from break, Jeff is fighting out of a chin lock and jawbreaker on Zane, but Zane lands a clothesline for a near fall and another near fall. They show Zane removing the pad during uh, Jeff's entrance, and now we see Jeff back in a chin lock. So back to his feet, Jeff is again dropped and then thrown to the outside. Zane drives Jeff into the barricade and is tossed back into the ring for multiple covers, then the two aggravating them ribs after every cover. So very smart, by the way. Mm-hmm. Zane, who is still hurting from his ribs, is on the second turn buckle and lands an elbow for another near fall. A scoop slam by Zane, who is back on the top rope, and Jeff... Oh, man. On the Rick side of the game, where Morty at? Man, I'll tell you, that King Cobra. But I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm back. Woo! Jeff on top of the world. On top of the world, baby. To the moon. <laughs> Jeff stops him and goes to the top and superplex on Zane and both suffer from in uh, from it so he can't get the cover. They exchange shots and Jeff wins the exchange and it's vintage Jeff for a near fall. Jeff readies a twist of fate, but that's countered into a pin for two. The blue thunder bomb from Zane is also countered into a pin for another near fall. Zane lands an explosive super into the corner. Zane is looking uh, in the corner of uh, looking at the corner of the exposed turnbuckle and Jeff, uh, Jeff refuses to be whipped into the corner by holding on to the ropes. A couple of strikes, then the reverse. Mule kicks in and Zane into the corner. Jeff misses the splash in the corner and takes a blue thunder bomb for a near fall. Zane places Jeff on the top turnbuckle, but he headbutts Zane off. Swanton bomb into the knees of Zane, landing on the Man, the way he fell into the knees, like he crumbled his ass. He got on a Christian Cage shirt. That, that, that stayed intact this time. But yeah, man, that neck first into the knees of Zane. Alright, Zane misses the Huluva kick though and goes for uh, and then Jeff goes for the twist of fate but Zane again tries pushing Jeff into the exposed turnbuckle. Elbow to Zane as Jeff goes to the top but his legs are swept and he lands face first on the exposed turnbuckle. Zane goes for the cover and retains his Intercontinental Championship. Zane celebrates as this show comes to a close. My Roach clip and Favorite match of the week, man. This match was unfucking believable. Awesome, awesome match, man. You I, <clears throat> just what I thought that uh, Jeff Hardy was gonna go by the numbers. Mm-hmm. Just when I thought I couldn't get no more great match, uh, um, man. Sami Zayn is just a, a te- technician. The jewel. And what and what I know about the backstage is he's very meticulous about what he does. He mm-hmm. wants his matches to be different. Yeah. He wants every match to have something you ain't never seen before. Yeah. And just as like what I seen out of uh, AJ Styles where he where he grabbed Jay Uso from the ring and suplexed him onto the table. Awesome spot. Like. I love those type of guys that always wants to show you something different. Yep. Daniel Bryan is another one of those guys. No, we missed like, him. We can't wait for him to return. Just, I, I'm like, I'm a big fan of Robert Roode, but yeah. I'm only a fan of really Robert Roode, more of the gimmick because yep. 
he's a lazy guy. And now I'm tired of seeing those lazy guys get in position. Like, somebody else could have got that glory, glorious intro if that's all you're going to do with that. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I'll, you know, no, I we're not, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to sit here on Hayes. Pops. And turnbuckles. And say anything else when you know that's the truth, man. Come I mean, on, but, man. When but, was the last good match you got out of him? Come on, man. Well, his, It wasn't even in his NXT title well, run. Well, if you would let me say something instead of talk, talk, talking. Uh, I'll sip my, my drink. Okay. and, <laughs> and I, Well, uh, the best Bobby Roode was NXT Bobby Roode and his title run. I, I can't say that I was a weekly watcher of NXT then, but that was the best Bobby Roode that you could get out of Bobby Roode. Like, right. right now, this is Joey Ryan looking Bobby Roode that we mm. don't necessarily give a fuck about. Nope. Good match on Raw, but we didn't give a fuck about it. But, um, Corona Light, this is what mid-card action is all about and also making that Intercontinental title mean something. I've never... Jeff Hardy yeah. got over. Yeah, he he lost by being. He just got outsmarted. He yeah, got art smarter, and he get you know, Sami Zayn cheated, and he seen the turnbuckle, but he's still landing on it. Yeah, it's still genius, man. It's still genius. So I mean, there's no, there's no nothing bad about it. Like Jeff Hardy's still Teflon. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's still a, like a top contender for each title. I mean, right. look what had to happen for Jeff Hardy. To lose the Intercontinental title on something. two different separate occasions, yeah. he got his ear handcuffed to a ladder. He won't let that go. <laughs> he got his ear handcuffed to a ladder on one week, uh-huh. and then he got hit with a turnbuckle to the face the other week. Yeah, I mean, you got to say that. I mean, that's pretty much keeping your Teflon. Yeah, and, tainted and, victories. Yeah, but yeah. but. That's that's Sami Zayn's way. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to be known for. And that's not to say that he just got his ass whooped the whole match. And no, it, he put a great match the whole time. And it's not just the normal cheat to win oh, yeah. thing. I'm like just it's unique. The balls or it's whatever. unique. Like he's not just all right. I'm just gonna go for a DQ. I mean, I did. I didn't see the damn turnbuckle uh, padding no. removed until Jeff seen it. Like, that shit happened. Yeah. So. so. And then when they said it, when he did it, it was off camera. And yeah. Was so dope. So yeah. dope. So, man, the Liberator. Awesome work. Jeff Hardy, I, I think you've assigned a new contract with WWE. So, yeah, man, you better, you, you got to make the best of this, man. And we're definitely rooting for him. We may joke around with Phil and Curtis, man, but this is your time to shine, man, and hopefully get back into that main event. You know I what mean, I mean? I've definitely been liking this Jeff Hardy that yeah. just came back and the, the whole the junkie the junkie kick I mean it's funny and I mean it will forever be funny and it's always gonna be a junkie kick until it's yeah. no more Hayes Hops it's no turbo. longer bro kick so um, but uh, definitely great uh, great 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 Smackdown even though we had two straight to the finish segments yeah but still I mean as, as far as the storylines and continuity we've seen Roman and, and Jay and then uh, Alexa Bliss and the Fiend finally all that. finally becoming I guess Sister Abigail. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess that's what we're gonna. Call I don't it. know. We do know she is in the Firefly Funhouse. How how great is another layer added on that she can be the co-host of the Firefly Funhouse and be this quirky lady until it's time to get busy and yeah. lose her shit on whoever comes about. Uh, all of these wonderful things, man, should be my last shot. But it ain't. It's not because Caleb Braxton. 
Kayla. You. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and also, but before before we go any any further, uh, we could, we'll definitely hit you with a another show, episode twenty three NXT Takeover. Uh, in, in, a in a few, in a few. Hours. But uh, shouts out to Kirsten as she laced us with you know with some t shirts. We don't have merch for sale yet, but it's great to see my our logo. On my chest, on right, my and on our mask. So yeah. soon, twenty twenty one, we will be having for sure merchandise for purchase. Springtime when it gets warm, we uh, I think I think that's what we're looking at. Correct, correct. Yeah. To, 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 to TBD, but yeah. definitely twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, we en- enjoy and appreciate all the feedback. Yes. We thank you for giving Dot Man a beer to drink every week. I am the conqueror. He did not. He did kill the Cobra this week. Um, appreciate. Who was it? Uh, Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. Who, uh, for uh, giving out? No, no. For the um, for the beer. Oh fuck you, Chuck. And fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> but thank Charles you, Charles Stigman, man. Good looking out, man. Like I, it's it's for the show. You name it, I'll have to drink it, man. And uh, um and, and all the viewers and, and listeners, thank you for tuning in to Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles. I am your boy. It's me. It's me. NKB420, aka Fat Boy420, aka Man, I'm high. Okay. Uh, time to get some grub, man. This is the dot main two eleven. I'm looking for some wings. That's delicioso. And stay tuned for episode twenty three NXT Takeover thirty one review yes. on Hayes Hops. and Turbo. Let's get the fuck out of here, nigga.